0: I'll be baby.
1: Ah, From beautiful Myrtleby, South Carolina, you're watching My Fellow Americans with your host, Spike Cohen. Welcome to the show. Welcome to My Fellow Americans.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Oh, welcome to the... Guys. Oh, thank you so much. What? Welcome to the... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to My Fellow Americans. I am literally Spike Cohen. I'm so excited to be doing this show uh, and to have you join me. What a great thing for you, both individually and as, as a community, to be able to have this time to share with me, Spike Cohen. Um, if you're watching the show uh, and you want to share it with others, which you do, of course you want to share it with others, please share uh, uh, this on your timeline on you know make pages just to share these videos do whatever you can to get out and get my video out there so we can have as many people as possible uh sharing this wonderful moment with you and me spike cohen um also be sure to uh comment with any questions that you have uh comment with your opinions and i'll let you know if you're right or wrong uh, or even if you just want to say hi feel free to comment please just just comment uh if you are watching this later If this is not live and you are watching this on YouTube, I need you not just to like this specific video. I need you to press the subscribe button. I need you to press the next button afterwards that says that you want to get a notification every time uh, a new video comes up. I want you to uh, make sure that you then go to your notification settings, turn the volume all the way up, pick the absolute loudest ringtone that you have to make sure that you never miss. The last thing I want is for something to come from Muddied Waters Media including me, Spike Cohen, and for you to miss that, that would be a terrible thing for both of us, and I don't want that to happen, so please do that. If you are watching this on Sound, listening to this on uh, SoundCloud, I'm not, there's a subscribe button, I'm not 100% sure how that works, but there's somewhere there that you can subscribe. I need you to to avidly press whatever causes you to subscribe to our our channel, and uh, that way you don't miss anything. Uh, Please, I need to make sure that you're not missing any of this. It is for you more than me, honestly. Uh, As always, I want to thank Muddied Waters Media for this opportunity, for me to be uh, podcasting and to be uh, be hanging out with you guys tonight. Um, I would like to thank Kroger for the delicious water that I drink on this and every episode of My Fellow Americans. Delicious Kroger water. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is good water. Um, the music that I use, the intro and outro music that I use for this and and so far anyway, every episode of My Fellow Americans is by, uh, one of my good friends and my, one of my favorite musical artists, Joe Davi, uh, J-O-D-A-V-I. I need you to check him out on Facebook. I need you to go to his SoundCloud. After you've gone to our SoundCloud, I want you to go to his SoundCloud, subscribe to him. Then I want you to go to Bandcamp, purchase all of his music. It's like 99 cents a song. Just go ahead and get it. You will be so happy that you did it. I, you're, you're welcome in advance that you have gone and, and purchased Joe Davi's music. Please go and do that. Uh, as always, shout out to Tehran Turks, his mom and him. Um, so let's get started. My guest tonight is a media mogul. And I need you to understand that when I say mogul, I do so without even a modicum of hyperbole. Uh, he is the head of Muddied Waters Media. He is a co-host of the Muddied Waters of Freedom. And he is the host of uh, the Writer's Block. He is also one just incidentally one of the most spectacular human beings on the planet literally. Again, no no hyperbole whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me. Join me right now in welcoming to the show my good friend Matt Wright. Matt, thank you so much for joining my fellow Americans. Uh it's great to have you on.
3: Yeah, man, it's uh, it's great to be it's great to be on. That was the uh, greatest introduction I've ever gotten, I believe.
2: Good. Well, it's it's it is not going to finish there. I have nothing but good things to say about you. So, um, so thank you again for coming on. Uh, I'm so happy to have you. Uh, you and, and Muhammad have been such a huge inspiration to me in my, uh, podcasting. Um, it's awesome you were able to join me. We actually have a lot of things in common. Um, we're both, we both have very conservative fathers. Um, yes. We are both uh, the crazy libertarians of the family. Um, yeah. We are both uh, recovering addicts. Uh, yes. And we're both unsettlingly handsome. Um, that, is, and, that is actually probably
3: the thing that we share in common the most. Right, no, that's right, that. probably the addict thing, and then there's the unsettling ha- handsome.
2: That's that's what I'm thinking. I, I think that that honestly, the um, uh, I think honestly that that that's probably the biggest thing is just how handsome we are. Um, we're, we're basically the same person, and I, I'm very very glad to have a a. a, a sp- I think you're younger than me, so you would be my clone uh, on the show with me. So thank you very much again.
3: I, I, I was I was gonna say I think I'm older than you, but I'll accept the fact that you think the other way. Cause How I'm old are you? That.
2: Or are you coy about your? Okay, fine. Okay, well I am 35. So oh,
3: yeah, I got you beat. Oh, do you really? Oh, see, I do, you're so
2: yeah. young looking. See, now I feel bad because I look <laughs> all of 35. I have young eyes, and that's that's where it ends. I have the young eyes and an old man body, and uh, and and so so you got me beat on that, and uh, so congratulations there. Um, uh, speaking of libertarianism, since that's what the show is purportedly about, um, I mean that's,
3: that's what we say it's about. It's, I, I, on on my. I'm going to pitch it right now on my new episode of the Writer's Block that's coming out tomorrow. The entire thing we talked
2: about music. Well, see that's the thing, but 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 from a libertarian perspective, is the 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 uh, the subtext right?
3: Right. I mean, we talked about uh, we talked about classic rock a whole lot. It was me and uh, Matt DeLicio from uh young americans for liberty and we just talked about music for a half an hour
2: so it was just two libertarians two known libertarians talking about music the whole time pretty much perfect see that's good that's i want to say we were talking before the show that if i didn't have some show notes i would essentially just talk about my dog the whole time but honestly there's probably there's probably a uh uh there's probably a market for that where you know libertarians talk about their pets um so that that may be again that that and possibly um I don't know if you know what ASMR is, uh, the, where the people talk real creepy into the yeah, thing. where
3: you make sounds and people fall asleep.
2: Yeah, fall asleep or they get the tingles. So it, it's either going to be anarchist uh, pet hour or uh, or anarchist ASMR. I'm really I'm feeling out where I think it's going to go with that. Um, <laughs> Either
3: way, as long as they're listening to us on SoundCloud or on uh, any, actually any podcast app, it'll
2: just play through all of our
3: podcasts after they fall asleep. So we'd still get the stats.
2: Oh, see, I didn't think of that. I lull them to sleep, and then they continue listening to videos and 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 and, uh, and 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 tracks, whether they even know it or not. Well, then cool. I'm definitely doing that. I will. I'll probably start with the pets. No, no, no. I will start with the ASMR. And then I'll, I'll transition to pets once they're asleep. And then they'll be listening to your show and, and everything else. That is such a good idea.
3: My show, um, definitely keep them asleep.
2: Yeah, no, stay asleep. Like it's the, it's the, the Muddy Waters bedtime hour. Um, that's perfect. So, um, so I,
3: I'm just, what's that? Muddy Waters of Freedom. Nights.
2: Yes, Muddy Nights of Freedom. Um, so I'm curious, was there a moment that you would say like, that that you had an aha moment that you became a libertarian or was it just sort of like you evolved from some other political ideology over time and, you know, over, over time found, you know, realized you were libertarian, you know, was there an exact moment or, or just sort of a kind of a progression?
3: I, I, uh, you know, I grew, I grew up, I I was a conservative, you know, Republican, you know, hardcore. I went in to vote. It was R, 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 R. (laughs) And then one day, because the schooling in like, I grew up in Virginia and the schooling in Virginia is uh not good. So I didn't know that there were other options for anything. Uh I knew that there were Republicans and I knew that there were Democrats. And right. the Republicans were conservative and the Democrats were liberal.
2: And that hated America.
3: What I knew. And one day I was uh selling I was I was selling real estate at the time okay. in Northern Virginia. And in one of my very busy days, I was surfing the web and I was like huh, political spectrum test. Let me take that. And it came up and it had me like right at the pinnacle of libertarian. And I was working with my dad at the time. And I said, dad, what's a libertarian? And he goes, oh, it's like a Republican, but they want legal weed. Nice. (laughs) And I I laughed and went, oh, because this test says that I'm a libertarian. And he said, oh, that that makes sense, actually. And I said, oh, okay.
2: And you're like, so, you and you were okay with legal weed, I presume.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with legal everything.
2: Yeah, so I was like, so because that was sort of similar to me. Like, I, I didn't take the political spectrum test until I was fairly well. Uh, maybe I, I was more of a conservatarian than a, than a full on you know, minarchist libertarian, but right. uh, because we got to keep out the Mexicans. Um, but <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> that's what I thought, but um, not not any specific, not the Mexicans I liked, but the, the you know, as an abstract, right, um, but, but
3: all, all of the Mexicans that probably aren't actually from Mexico.
2: Yeah. The Mexicans, including the, you know, Brazilian one, Um, but, um, uh, and, and Indians or whatever, but I, uh, (laughs) you know, so by the time I was actually taking spectrum tests, I I had a concept of what I was, but yeah, when I first heard libertarianism, it was like, yeah, they, they, they like drugs to be legal and prostitution to be illegal and, you know, everything to be legal, but they're kind of like Republicans. And I'm like, I think I might be a libertarian. (laughs) I think that sounds good. Like I, I, I still have to be a Republican, but... <laughs> if they want
3: drugs to be legal and they want prostitution to be legal, they don't sound like Republicans right there.
2: Well, and that was the thing. So, like, you know, obviously over time, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm a Republican. But at the time, you know, the, and the person saying it to me was saying it in a negative way. Like, you know, well, you know, they're like us, but they want prostitution to be legal. I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. I What do you mean? So, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 you know, while quietly in my mind, I'm like, I think I'm a libertarian now. So, Um, so that's, that's fine. So it sounds like we have a similar, a a similar thing there. Um, Curious. So what, what got you, what was your idea? What got you motivated to start uh, Muddy Waters? Like what, what where did that come from?
3: Okay. So the, the, the story of how Muddy Waters starts is actually kind of funny. Um, Muhammad and I were Facebook friends and we had never met but we had you know we knew that we both lived in this area and we knew that we both hung out at kava bars but we had never once like crossed paths at any of these kava bars and then one day this guy this uh bernie bro uh (laughs) that i knew uh his name is chuck he showed up at low tide uh where i think i was working there at the time i may not have been it may have been before i started working there and he was like you know, I had met him a couple of times, and he comes over and he's like, "Hey man, how you doing? I'm a good, Chuck. How are you?" Just hoping he's not going to talk to me about you know. Any, <laughs> right.
4: um
3: Just hoping he's not going to talk to me about any you know socialist propaganda. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you must know the guy that I'm here with today." And I was like, "No, who's that?" And he brings over this, you know, I'm going to blow you up, ice and ISIS looking dude.
2: All due respect, of course.
3: Right of of course, all due respect, and. <laughs> Immediately, I looked at him and I was like, Why do I know this guy? Oh, and yeah. He's like, He's like, Muhammad, you know, Matt Wright, right? And he, he, I was like, Wait, are you Muhammad Shaker? And he said, Are you Matt Wright? And I said, <laughs> Oh, man, it's so good to finally meet you.
2: That's and funny. So
3: started hanging out at low tide a little bit more. And then one day he's like, Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me? Everybody thinks I should do one. And I said, No, I don't. Absolutely not. And he goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay. And then a couple of weeks later, he goes, I really think we need to do a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then he left and he went to Alabama for a while. And then he came back and he was like, I really think that we need to do a podcast. And I was like, no, I, I still don't want to do a podcast. That does not sound like a fun time to me. And then he asked me one more time after that. And I don't know what happened on that day, but I'm like, all right, fine. Okay, let's,
2: fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> let's do it. And I was just kind of like, yeah, this probably isn't going to do anything. We're not going to go anywhere. Right. And uh, we'll do like two or three episodes and then we'll just kind of just
2: go off to the wayside. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Whatever. And so we ran a contest. Uh, we ran a contest and we we're like, hey, what do, should we call our podcast? And one of our friends, uh, Greg Bowen, came up with the Muddied Waters of Freedom. And I think I remember that because
2: because Muhammad was asking, uh, you know, who, yeah. he. who I think both of you would post it. What do you you know, what would you what should the name of our podcast be? And people most people were coming up with Al Qaeda references, which is always fun. But um, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> it's like ISIS, you know, libertarian ISIS or whatever. Yeah. Um, So that's like funny.
3: Libertarians walk into a cava bar. Uh, the Matt and Mo political hour. Um, but bro Hamed with matt or something bro. like just whatever and then somebody says like the muddied waters of freedom and then i was just kind of like i like that one and then it was kind of like i was like i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna actually give you a choice on this we're just gonna do we're that just gonna one. yeah executive I'm gonna decision.
2: You that's what you like to like you want me on this show or not this is what we're calling it That's <laughs> right? no matter yeah. what this is what's being called now who introduced who to kava or were you both already into kava before you met we were at, both into kava before we met Cool. Cool. And I didn't, I still don't know a lot about it. I know that a lot of people are using it to get off and stay off of opiates and that there's that, been some.
3: So yeah, you're, you're, you're doing the thing. It's Kava and Kratom, two totally separate.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. See, I'm doing the thing. I'm doing, yeah, the...
3: doing the thing. So Kava, which by the way, thank you to Low Tide Kava Bar for the Kava that I drink on this and every show. Oh, Good on you for remembering. Nice job. <laughs> uh, so, kava comes from the root of the kava plant, which is found in the South Pacific Islands. Okay. Um, and it is known for its relaxing properties. Uh, one of the things that we say is like coffee, like coffee gives you that little edge to right. boost a little bit. Kava takes you down like one or two.
2: Oh, okay. So, it's like sort of the opposite of what coffee does.
3: Right. Um, so, Cava is just root and water mixed up. It tastes like you think a potato liquefied would taste. Um, and that's on a good day. Uh, <laughs> but it does have very relaxing properties. And, you know, being a former addict and somebody who can't be around alcohol at all. Right. Something that I can drink. And it's like I, I left, um, as you know, I left and I took like the last five days off. And I was in uh, Chicago and Philly. hmm no kava i didn't have any kava while i was gone and i had like no withdrawals no real desire to like go seek it out try to right 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 there's no physical dependency to it cool cool
2: whereas if you were drinking alcohol as often as you drink kava that would be a problem to go to go out of town and not have it for a week and be like i i think i need i need need some alcohol so then kratom is but that's also a herbal thing right
3: yeah kratom comes from the leaf of the kratom tree okay Uh, and that's found in like Indonesia and that's like Southeast Asia. Um, Oh, okay. Uh, Thailand, Indonesia, like that whole area.
2: Okay. 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 All right.
3: It's, it's brewed just like a tea. Uh, you take the leaf, you dry it out, you brew it just like a tea. You take the tea leaves out and strain it and you drink it. And then depending on the region that it comes from and the type of tree that there is, which there's like three main ones. God, I haven't done this in so long. Uh, Red, green, and white are the three main ones. The okay. whites are gonna back you up really, really hard and wake you up. Uh, the reds are going to relax you. The greens are, and it, this is where it depends on region, because some of the regions give you like a euphoric, uh, a euphoric energy, and then others give you a relaxing euphoria. So it mm. just kind of depends on what it is you are looking for. Okay. And those are the ones that people are using to help them uh, curb their um opiate dependencies
2: and I know there's been some in some states and then I guess at one point there was some threat from the federal government that they were gonna regulate or even make it as a controlled substance so that you couldn't get it and I guess at least as of yet no one has been successful in doing that so they've been yeah. they've they've been able to keep it you know deregulated or, or at least legal
3: yeah well so the DEA did an emergency scheduling on it and right I did a schedule one back in 2000. 15 okay um and you know that caused huge amounts of uh problems and people in the kratom community and we uh like we went up to dc we fought we wrote letters we did complete grassroots campaign right uh, talking to you know every senator every congressman like i was on the phone constantly back then um uh, the DEA ended up reversing their scheduling, which was the first time in history they had ever done it.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that was a, that was a first, right? Like, cause people were saying, you know, unless something changes, this is how they do every substance. They do the scheduling and then it's illegal and that's the end of that. And there, right. there's never actually been a reversal. So that was pretty powerful that they were able to do that.
3: Yeah. For, first time ever, like I just to be a part of the government going, okay, we were wrong. I was like, yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. Uh, Here's my attempt to segue. Uh, Speaking of uh, herbal substances, I think that was pretty good. Um, We have our our first comment uh, question uh, from uh, my friend uh, Tova Schreiber. And uh, she says, hi, Spike, I have a question for you and your guests. Uh, She says, do you think that libertarians and conservatives should attempt to work together on certain ideas? Or does that simply pander to the notion that libertarians are conservatives who smoke pot also? And this one is a good one for you. Um, I, I think you'll have a lot of insight on this. Can anything be done to promote libertarian thought among our people, the Hebrews?
3: Okay, <laughs> I was like, I don't know who our people are.
2: You know, our people. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, of course. The but... white people. No, it, it, the. Uh, so I'll. I'll. I, I, I. think I will probably tackle the Hebrew question for for some reason. Um, I, I was
3: going to say my 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 grandmother on my dad's side claims that she's Jewish. Don't know how true that is, um, but. So that got means that nothing was passed down to me. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how that works exactly, but apparently that means nothing for me. But she would probably have more insight on that than me.
2: So I'll call. Yeah, I'll call your grandmother after this. Um, So, um, uh, okay. So the first part, you know, do you think that libertarians and conservatives should should work together, or does that pander to the notion that libertarians are just conservatives who smoke weed? And she actually wrote that. I think before we said. before yeah yeah, because she said i predicted matt's comment so she actually you know jewish jewish powers um she (laughs) she she predicted where we were going how quickly we would segue into weed in this episode um uh so so what are your thoughts on that
3: um so yes i think that uh libertarians and republicans should work together on certain issues just like i think libertarians and democrats should work together right right uh i don't think that I don't think that working together with either of the parties on these issues is a way of uh, conceding anything, really. Uh, Rand Paul, who is libertarian – like, he's not a libertarian, but he's libertarian-leaning. And when he does – when he's doing his work on criminal justice reform, he often is working with the Democrats.
4: Right, right. Uh,
3: Justin Amash, who Karl Rove called the most dangerous man in Congress – uh, making wow. me like him so much more. Uh, Carl uh, Justin Amash will often side with the Democrats on things, even if it's not for the same reasons. Right, so, uh, right. Uh, and he will continuously uh, fight with on what side he thinks is right. And if I think, I uh, if the Libertarians think that uh, the Democrats are doing something that's constitutionally uh, constitutionally good and uh doesn't hinder anybody's uh personal liberties and they want to work with them i have zero problem with that just like if the republicans are doing the same i'm per i'm totally okay with that it's just neither side seems to be doing that anymore
2: yeah they tend to work together without libertarians they're like you know what this bipartisanship thing is fun but it's more fun when we're screwing lots of people and, uh, and, really and, and we can build a much bigger coalition around screwing people. Uh, we can un- make
3: these really gr- great plans, but then we'll just add in all this stuff that hinders the freedoms and liberties of everybody. But it'll be got it'll be under the disguise of this other plan.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. It's And it'll be bipartisan, which is yeah. apparently important. Um, yeah, so you were go go ahead.
3: I was going to say, yeah, because it matters to be bipartisan.
2: Yeah, when people it, say that discrimination, it just means you're getting screwed from both sides. That's the thing. People will be like, you know, this was passed with 80 percent of Congress, and I'm like, the higher the m- number of politicians you can get to agree on something, especially at the federal level, the more likely it is to end up like actually harming you on a possibly on a daily basis. Like, like that's not good. Like, I mean, look at the Patriot Act; it passed, you know, overwhelmingly, and and uh, you know, look at that. So, um, take
3: right. away at all of our Fourth Amendments, just like.
2: In a blink of an eye, they were gone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you weren't, you're not just a libertarian. You are, you were actually the vice chair of the, it was the Pinellas County Libertarian Party, right?
3: I was the vice chair of the Pinellas County Libertarian Party for a little while. For a
2: little Um, while. And and, in, in, and that's in, that's in Florida for those who don't know.
3: It's a Clearwater area for those of you who aren't familiar.
2: Okay. And so you, you actually uh, were, uh famous for a minute about you know that you were kind of saying you know the, the the libertarian party needs to not be happy about the alt-right like we need to be rejecting the same way we would reject and we're going to talk about this later the same way we would reject you know socialists and communists we need to be rejecting if we're going to be taken seriously as a party and if we're going to stay consistent we need to reject you know alt-right identitarian type people and um and so uh that was actually, I think, the first time I had heard of you was when I, you, because you had written something about the person who shall not be named, um, who uh, who was a, a, a bit of an interloper uh, in the, uh, and and he he didn't win the primary anyway, right? Like he didn't get yeah, nominated.
3: He lost the primary to a guy named. Paul Stanton, okay, who wasn't any better of a candidate on his own, but he at least wasn't an alt
2: He wasn't a soft Nazi. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so he didn't. He didn't eat animals and and uh, and all that. So, um, uh, yeah. So, um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because you 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 were a part of the you were actually in, in leadership with the Libertarian Party, and this sort of speaks to what we were just talking about. There is this debate between. You know, people that say the only way libertarianism is ever going to happen as a thing at an electoral level uh, is if we have our party and we grow our party. Even if we're not winning elections, we're at least have our own thing. We're, we're influencing the conversation. And, you know, eventually we can we can have wins and, and we might even have some wins at, at smaller levels. So we need to really focus on the libertarian party, even if it means not getting uh, electoral victories. Now, there are other people who say no, we should focus on the Republican Liberty Caucus. And because, you know, we agree with Republicans, let's say 60 or 65% of the time, or 55 or whatever, we agree with them just a little bit more than we do with Democrats. And they actually win elections. And, you know, uh, you know, they can they can they can influence, we can possibly influence things better, even if we may have to sacrifice some of our you know, purity or our principles or whatever, initially we can get Rand Paul's and, and, and Justin Amash's uh, and, 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 and people like that elected. Um, i trying to remember the other guy's name uh, in Kentucky. Oh, Thomas Matt. Yeah. Tom Massey. Uh, you know, we can get these type of people elected. Um, and again, I call Rand Paul, I call him Ron Paul light. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll respect him, but, um, but I, uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Like, do you think which, if you had to pick one or the other, which do you think is a better path to to, to get there?
3: So, I, okay, so there's two different schools of thought on this, and I and I see both of them. Uh, I think that yes, if you can continue to build the Libertarian Party and then work at getting people elected on the city levels, right? Get them, get them into you know, get them in the city councils, get them in as mayors, get them in uh, dog catchers, get them into everything that you possibly can and just grow the party from there. Uh, that would be great because then you would eventually, these people would start making names for themselves and then they would move up to higher, uh, to higher levels, in, you know, state governments, you know, state houses, state senates, or, you know, whatever your sp- particular state has. Right. Um, and then after that they could then run for Congress and they would eventually win. And I think that is, that's a great plan. Right. Uh, on the other side of it, of the rep- only, you know, you need to be on a team that can win. Uh, I see that side as well. And that's because libertarian leadership for the most part, I'm not going to single out anybody next to our work, um, but uh, it's, it's that a lot of the leadership in the libertarian party doesn't actually seem like it wants to win.
2: It's a secondary concern. Yeah. Yeah. But it's if, they, if that, yeah.
3: They're, they're trying to spread their message and I understand that, right. but same time if you want change to be made you have to be able to get people elected and if you're and if you're what i call stealing time and i totally stole that from somebody else um and i'm certain he knows exactly who that is when uh, if he watches the show but uh if you're stealing time from the people who are working the grassroots campaign, because that's all libertarianism is there's no money to pay people to work on campaigns there's yeah. no money call there's no like there's just zero money all of the campaigns I worked on it was volunteer I did it all for free right um, so you had like you had these people have to be really dedicated and when you're going out and let's just say hypothetically there's a vice chair of the libertarian party who goes around hypothetically, hypothetically who goes around and says that all people in the military are murderers now, anytime that you go to a door that somebody to some, and it's somebody who is uh, very politically in tune with what's going on, and they right. say, You're a libertarian. It's like, Yeah. And it's like, What do you think about your vice chair saying that all people who join the military are, are murderers.
2: murderers? Right. Right. Now you have
3: to try to explain this without turning this person off. Uh, and all while trying to sell a candidate. So it just makes everything so much longer and harder and just more difficult. If, and, if that were to happen, hypothetically, right. If that were to happen, hypothetically, <laughs> and, and, uh, it just, it would make things just way too difficult. So instead I see the, uh, working for the Republicans with groups such as the RLC, right. Through, in the Liberty caucus who I've done work for. Cause I mean, right now I'm not registered Republican or libertarian. I'm, I'm not, no party affiliate. So I can work with whoever I want. And so I've done work with the RLC, helping them out, uh, getting people elected. Uh, I'm actually working for a guy right now who's not RLC endorsed. uh, So I won't say his name, but he is paying me. So so he's... (laughs) So in all fairness, I'll go walk neighborhoods for you all the time. He's
2: not a libertarian per se. Say, but he is paying me, and so that's a that's a powerful yeah, my, that my sent value, me a powerful message to my, my wallet. Value, yeah, uh,
3: <laughs>
2: is he at least a conservative?
3: Yeah, he's conservative. Okay, uh, all right. the only thing I really disagree with him on is uh, his state pension, his state pensions. Uh, it's Florida, uh, like because I, I, he's a former firefighter and he really supports the teachers union, and he wants state. T- state pensions to like continually feed these unions. And I'm not a huge fan of that idea. Um,
2: well, nobody's perfect.
3: I mean, right. Look, and other than that, he and I, we agree on a whole lot. And what I really respected about him is in the flyers that I hand out. Cause, okay. So this is, this is my entire script for this guy and I'm going to change his name because I don't know if he wants me talking about, uh,
2: on an anarchist (laughs) podcast.
3: Right. Um, (laughs) You know, like I go, I knock on, knock on the door. Somebody answers. I'm like, Hey, uh, I'm out here campaigning for my friend, Spike Cohen. Uh, have you heard of Spike? And they say yes, because they send out a thousand mailers a week. And they're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, Oh, great. Well, Spike wants to know if, when he gets elected to state Senate, if there is anything that he can do for you. And then people give me all the crazy answers. Right. We want speed bumps on this road. We want you to legalize it. We want you. <laughs> That's all the woman said, and I was like, "Got you. I know it's what you."
2: Specifically, it. Yeah.
3: What are your opinions on big sugar and the algae buildup here in Florida? Which, if you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. I I,
2: I heard something about it. Something with the runoff. And that it's been building up, and it's being blamed on certain industries. I guess so the sugar industry that it's run off that's from that, and it's it's made the, the ocean black or something like that.
3: Right. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But the real problem is the fact that we have these really old. Okay, now the candidate I'm working for I referred to them as dikes, and normally I would just call it a dam, but I'm not sure if there's a difference. But we have these really old dikes that every time you open them, um, like they have to be emptied more regularly than some of the newer ones and that is what's causing the the serious issue with right. the runoff right of the older infrastructure which of course that means that the state has to pay for it which I'm not a fan of but um so i i go through all that and if and their i listen to their crazy desires and after i've finished listening to their crazy desires i'm like okay great i'm going to make a note of that and Uh, If you have any other questions, right here is Spike's cell phone number. You can give him a call and ask him yourself.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I would never give you my cell cell phone. phone. (laughs) Right. No,
3: No, I had to trick your cell phone number out of you. Um, Who, me? Yeah, I had to ask
2: you to call me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I'm kind of protective of my cell phone number. Yeah, if I were running for office, I'd be, I promise that there will be a landline in another (laughs) state. We'll have someone there 11 to 4 yeah. to take and your I, call. And
3: I tested it. I called him and then he answered. And he like, answered. Yeah, a, seemed right. like I'm a nice guy. for you, But I just want to make sure this was really your cell phone before I told people that. <laughs> like, no, that's my cell phone.
2: That's so, funny.
3: Okay, great. Wow. And after that, I was like, all right, at least he's willing to talk to everybody.
2: So he's willing to talk to everyone. Yeah. He is at least a conservative for the most part. He and that. he's paying you.
3: Yeah. So that that the, the all paying yeah. me is the big part. The
2: paying you is the big part. So for those who are watching, just to give you kind of a concept, um, if you haven't watched my show uh, or Matt's show, first of all, shame on you. And uh, actually, I shouldn't. No, I'm not going to shame you. This is a great first step. Thank you for joining us. Um, <laughs> you uh, get the
3: best of both of
2: us. <laughs> is that you get the best of both worlds? This is the best of 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 Matt and Spike. Um, so I am an anarchist or anarcho-capitalist, um, which means I don't want any government. Uh, Matt is more of a minarchist slash constitutionalist, and so that basically means that he wants a very minimal government whose only role—and I'll let you correct me if I'm wrong—but whose only role is to protect uh, our rights and property, uh, and you know, protect us from you know murderers and stuff like that. You know, b- basic basic government. Uh, I wrong, you don't want the government to protect us from murders?
3: I mean. I I, I want to be protected from murderers, but I believe
2: uh, that I have a better chance of doing that myself. I agree. So we're both pro murder, basically. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We like murder. Um, But but so you you want a very minimal government that, that basically just does minimal government stuff.
3: Right. Uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, the, federal government protecting our borders, and that's pretty much where that ends. And then I think that pretty much everything else needs to be left to the localities and, put in, and with a minimal state government.
2: Or even just the individual.
3: The indiv- yeah, I mean, everything I think comes down to the individual.
2: Right. So we actually... Um, and this is, I mean, I don't want to argue with you cause you're my friend, but this is where we have, uh, this is where we have, you know, that's the thing. Like I, I eventually want to have on this show once I'm a little more, uh, uh comfortable with what I'm doing, people that I just argue with, but I, it's not going to be my friends. It's going to be people that I don't really know. And I just scream at them. So that's when it's <laughs> going to get really good. That's when you're going to get the ratings It's spike screaming at people at eight thirty at night.
3: Um, I'm really looking forward to those shows. Oh, it's
2: going to be amazing. Cause I'm actually as, 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 uh, uh, uh happy go lucky as I am i can scream um so uh and this thing the gains on this thing and my plosives are being protected by this so i can get really plosivey and it'll still sound good so um i'm really i think everyone's going to look forward to that in between asmr um but um but uh yeah so i mean
3: you know we, we... love to sleep with the asmr <laughs> <laughs> screaming the, first... In the, <laughs> man. the first episode yeah okay this was great the government hates you but and then the next up
2: was like, "How dare you, filthy communist!" Um, so yeah, so our our disagreement there is on whether the Constitution is actually a document to uh, to protect our freedoms or, or not. But that's Wait, really,
3: I think I read uh, you posted something once, and I and I know that you stole it from somebody. I just don't know who. You oh, I'm stole
2: sure. From. I'm sure. But uh,
3: uh, I'm going to write down these rules on this napkin. Do you pay any
2: attention to it? Oh yeah, no, I saw uh, Lou Sander uh he was the yeah so he was my first uh the first uh guest on my on my show yeah yeah so he has this picture and it's a napkin and it's you know it's a brown napkin so it's the same color as the constitution which i don't know if i if he knew that or if that was just a special touch that only i knew but anyway and it says um uh it says i am in charge of you and you have to give me all your money because it says so on this here napkin And, uh, and, and the whole idea is that, you know, the constitution is essentially something that people wrote on that says we get to do this. Uh, what gives it any more moral authority, uh, than that napkin? And and the short answer is none, but the the authority comes from the reality of power, which is that there are millions of people that are willing to fight to defend it. And have taken pledges to defend it. As opposed to when I put my napkin out there, there wasn't a lot of good feedback on it. People mostly ha ha reacted it. And, uh, um, I still cl- I mean look, I still the napkin says I rule over everyone but whatever. It's actually <laughs> not my napkin. I took the napkin guys I took the napkin from Lusander. I have liberated you from that terrible tyrant Lusander and uh, now I am I am the holder of the napkin so uh, so you know anyway so yeah in, so,
3: I, in all fairness if, if you were the all Supreme leader, I'd actually be okay with
2: it. things I'd, would be great if I were the yeah,
3: supreme leader, I was I would be like well no, spikes in charge.
2: there' very be a very brief Pinochet period um <laughs> on steroids. Very brief, like a couple weeks. Um uh, cause we we're in the age of the internet now. Now like it's a lot faster. Things can happen a lot faster now. But uh
3: For- market helicopter rides.
2: Yeah, just yeah, free market helicopters and uh uh, uh 3D printed helicopters. And um, you know, after that that's period, good
3: for one good ride and that's it.
2: That's it. Just one it's just just one-way helicopters and uh balsa wood helicopters. And um um so you don't even have to throw them and the helicopter just goes down. And uh with drone technology, I'm actually scaring myself how much this might work, balsa wood helicopter removal. But um <laughs> uh I'm going to have to write that down in the show notes, but I um uh, after that brief period, it would be amazing. People would love it. Anyway, so that won't ever happen. But um, yeah. So uh, oh, so other question. Um, where was the other question she had?
3: She uh, wanted to know about your people,
2: my people. Man, I don't know. So I'm going to end up doing a, a episode on this, um, and I'm not going to get into it very heavily. But um, so. Jewish communists. How do I discuss this? Um, uh, so. Not not a lot of them. <laughs> no, it's very rare a Jewish communist. Um, yeah, so Jewish communist not really not really a term you've ever hear. seen one. No, not really. Um, so okay, so communism, Marxism, is essentially the communalism of the kibbutz with God removed. So, the the problem with. The concept of 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 of, of actually, how do I say this? I'm going to come up with a better way to say this uh, later. But the short answer is that um, I don't know. And um, uh, uh, Jews are very communitarian, which is fine if it's voluntary. Um, cool. And I think that there's uh, there's a lot more I want to say without uh, without sounding wide eyed and anti semitic. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work on my messaging there. Um, cause it's not the best right now. Um, and, uh, and that's not what my show is about. <laughs> so I'm, uh, so I'm going to work on that messaging. But, um, so I wanted to ask you, talk about a couple, uh, a couple of, of things that are happening right now. First of all, and you, you had touched on this in an article you just wrote, there was this huge, um, Catholic priest pedophile scandal in Pennsylvania and oh, yeah.
3: 301 priests, 301, 301 priests, priests.
2: Over a 1,000 victims so far, and they said there's definitely more that they'll never know of because they were too scared to tell anyone or there's no evidence or anything like that, but, but a 1,000 that they can fairly well confirm. It's been going on since 1947. It's gone on for decades. It was covered up by the church at pretty much every level from the church all the way up to the diocese or whatever they're called. Um, there were girls that were impregnated
3: not, and I'm not Catholic either. So it's very difficult. I'm like,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent on the structure. I think that's a Catholic word. Sounds Catholic-y. catholic the diocese. I, yeah. I actually didn't read that anywhere. I just threw it in cause it sounded catholic but, um, uh, very Catholic friendly, by the way, the show, we, we love the Catholics. If you're watching, um, we're very diocese love, here.
3: Love all, all religion. <laughs> we love
2: all We're very religion friendly. Um, yeah, but dude, the... Dude. But there were uh, girls that were impregnated. There were abortions that were done by priests. Uh, marriages that were faked. That I, seems so
3: hypocritical to me. Oh,
2: was, yeah. Well, no, I know because they're like the most pro-life group out there. And, and and but you know, not if not if it's a little kid that they screwed, but uh, that those specific priests. By the way, not the entire Catholic Church. Um, we're not going there. I'm not calling all Jews communists, and I'm not calling all Catholics pedophiles. We're not doing this today. Not today. Okay,
3: that's good because you know. <laughs> It's all about the individual.
2: It is about the individual. We're going to talk about that in like twenty-four seconds. Um, but the, <laughs> I, I was reading details on this, and it was just too sordid for me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even read it anymore. It was so disgusting what, what went on, how long it went on, and how many people it went through. I, I just, it boggles my mind that, a that that could happen on such a level, and b that, that many people were willing to cover it up. Um, there have, of course, been other. Uh, Catholic priest pedophile scandals, and other religious pedophile scandals as well. It's it's a weird position to put someone in that they're in a position of power over kids and kind of by themselves with them, and it it will attract. I think a lot of times it attracts um, uh, attracts uh, child predators to that type of profession. But the fact that so many people covered it up was just disgusting. Yeah. The
3: okay. So years ago, I was living with a very strange person. He was a Scientologist, so that will kind of give you an idea. Okay. Oh, I'm wow. pretty religion fr- friendly up until Scientology <laughs> that one. I'm like, okay, look, no.
2: enough already. Like enough. Yeah. Right. I get
3: it. Sure. Xenu. Um, but I was living with a Scientologist and we, we, the Catholic church at the time was going through another series of, uh, child molestation issues. Right. And cause it, it's a recurring theme, uh, with them, uh, from time to time. And, <laughs> and we were, ta- we were talking about it, and he was saying that uh, he was like, "Yeah, it it makes sense because the Catholic priests, their entire their their entire life, they're going after the good and the pure and right. the wholesome, and they are also abstaining. And so, in their obsession of trying to find the good and the pure and the wholesome while abstaining, they sort of channel those energies to these children, and then it comes out as." what happens right and that actually made a lot of sense to me uh much later i realized that the guy that i was talking to also had those same urges
2: oh no yeah
3: um so he knew
2: so that that really i mean i hate to put it that way but it kind of underscores what he was saying that that's that is what's happening right
3: so that's why he kind of i think that's why he had a better grasp on it of other people and it's also what ended up getting him kicked out of uh the scientologists is uh i mean say what you will about scientology they are very very strict when it comes to um pedophilia
2: they're, i mean they're really nothing, else, the nothing sun... else i mean they're also really strict they're gay or take meds or anything like that they're and, strict about a lot of things but including but pedophilia
3: including pedophilia which you know you have to kind of give them a little bit
2: of credit i will give them that yeah. credit. scientologists are not fans of pedophilia and i'm, I'm happy to hear that
3: I mean, David Miscavitch, uh he may be locking children into boxes and things like that, but at least he's not touching. He's
2: them. not touching.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, he's got that. He's got They're,
2: that. Their purity uh, is I intact live, in the box. That's I live so close to Clearwater. I, I was going to say, you're in huge Scientology territory, right?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a little afraid that I'm going to get a knock. So we're, my-
2: I just want to clarify, mostly for Matt, because I'm not scared of anything. Um, but I, 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 and I don't know that Matt is either, but I just want to say on Matt's behalf, we are very friendly to all religions and faiths and belief systems, sure. except communism. And, um, and so, and to a lesser extent, socialism. Um, sure. I'm very happy that the Scientologists are against, um, pedophilia and, uh, we will agree to disagree on, um, the box thing. Um, and, uh, Matt is, uh, is, um, you know, Matt is neutral on that whole thing. So I just want to point that out. <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to say that I'm against the thing because I don't think David Miskevich is coming to my door. He's not pro uh, box, and even if he did, he'd be like, "Oh, well, it's this crazy libertarian dude that does podcasts." I'm yeah. fine.
2: They might give us some. So I was watching the show with Leah Remini, and she where she does the the libertarian stuff, and they are not libertarian. The, the Scientology stuff. I was like, What? <laughs> you know, she's a libertarian. No, um, but uh, they help her ratings because they put out these insane like responses to what she says so that you know that might work in our favor that you know they go spike cohen and matt Wright are they were addicts and they're horrible people and they're you know terror and and then people be like these guys sound awesome like you know we might get Um, Layer remedy up
3: at my door all five foot five of him and he's like hey don't don't talk about scientology i assume he talks like an elf when they don't mess with his voice (laughs) hey don't talk about scientology and i'll be like man you, you were Top Gun. What happened?
2: I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. The more I uh, read about it, the more. Anyway, um, Florida. Uh, we yeah. like all belief systems, so um, we are we are tolerant of of the various belief systems. But you you wrote an awesome uh, column earlier today or article column yeah. article Thing? Yeah, You wrote article, a post. You posted know. a column article an article that was in a column form. Yeah. And in it, you talked about, and you were talking about this this uh, Catholic priest pedophile scandal. But you were talking about um, how important it is to judge people as individuals um, and and not as groups, except for communists. And for- yeah, communists aren't actually people, so it's you can judge them.
3: They're lower than wild hogs, as we discussed.
2: Yes, lower than the wild hogs, because the wild hogs at least take care of their children, and they also have tusks, which is awesome um so i think that, that was what we settled on right like that was what made wild hogs better than communists
3: that, that was it that was uh they take care of their they take care of their families and uh they have tusks
2: yeah because they're both violent squatters um but the- <laughs> and <laughs> they
3: don't believe in personal property rights one right day.
2: exactly no personal one. this is mine i'm hungry um so um and they are hungry um so that's 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 a key there you talked
3: about the hogs or the communists
2: all of them like that's that's their i was talking about common threads common threads is they're all hungry Uh, (laughs) oh but um but you talked about how you know that, that you shouldn't judge people in groups and you talked about you know the hypocrisy of people that you know will say they'll hear of a muslim that you know blows himself up or you know does whatever like this this thing that's happening in new mexico there's this crazy guy that uh, he, he's he's a Muslim and he was training kids to do school shootings or something like that And
3: I thought that was a girl is that a guy? I thought it was a guy and you know I've been traveling a lot and I like kind of glanced at the article and I didn't actually read it but I know what you're referring to I thought it was a girl though. okay
2: so we won't gender the person because I'm not 100% sure we will no. not assume genders we don't assume no. genders here ever <laughs> um, and, uh, I do my show all the time oh do you? Oh, Yeah, big time. I always assume genders. Okay, well, on this show specifically, I rarely assume genders. Um, I totally got sidetracked there. Oh, so, so, uh, uh I'm like, have I ever assumed anyone's gender in <laughs> <laughs> seven episodes in? I might have assumed someone's gender. Um, so, um, it's like, you called that guy he. There was that one guy I said, Thank you, sir. um anyway uh and i called him a guy just now um but anyway so yeah so you know that when a a muslim does something people are like see muslims are terrorists ignoring the fact that the vast majority of muslims never do anything like that and that something like this the, the the pedophile scandal people are like catholics are you know rapists or pedophiles or whatever and when the vast majority of Catholics and 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 are outraged by this, uh, including I assume the majority of people, maybe not in Pennsylvania, uh, but the in various other dioceses um, uh, around the country, uh, you know, are are against this. Um, and so, you know, so I wanted you to talk a little bit about that because your column was perfect, and really I couldn't have changed a single thing about it.
3: Yeah. So I uh, I found out about the uh, Catholic the catholic scandal a little late this time normally i'm on top of it when the catholics do something dumb um but this time i found out about it a little late uh because i saw a post by muhammad shaker
4: mm-hmm. and i was like
3: that's weird why is he bringing up the catholics right now and then i googled and i went oh that makes sense now i get it Three three right. 301 predator priests um so i was reading some of the comments on it and people were like oh the catholics are rapists and pedophiles right. blah 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 and he actually, granted, okay, I stole the idea from him. Uh, but he was like, people have been saying that Muslims are, because obviously Muhammad Shaker is a Muslim. Obviously. Uh, obviously. And he's like, people say that uh, Muslims are pedophiles all the time because somewhere in some religious text, I don't know the Quran at all, uh, it says that. Uh, Allah, no,
2: not Allah. The, Muhammad. Muhammad. Is, uh, Muhammad. Different Muhammad, by the way. Different Muhammad, not the original this, Muhammad.
3: Right, the original, the, the original, the one you're not supposed to draw pictures of. You can draw pictures of Muhammad from Muddied Waters of Freedom. That's fine, but don't draw pictures of the original one,
2: apparently. please. Please don't. Not on this show.
3: Yeah, uh, I was really hoping that when I tweeted out that Muhammad is very ticklish, that that would get me some backlash, but then <laughs> be, um, and that just like it did not gain the steam I was hoping for. But Muhammad said that uh, probably you know, just yeah. as
2: well.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, now I'm gonna have the now I'm gonna have people of the Islamic faith and
2: David Miscavige and, and the Scientologists are like we all hate him. Good, <laughs> good enemies to have. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
3: But uh, uh, somewhere, somewhere in some religious text, apparently it says that uh, Muhammad took a wife that was very young. Uh, so obviously right. that means that all, all Muslims are pedophiles. Right. Uh, no, that's not what that means. One, it's a religious text. I don't know how true it can be. It was written five, six thousand years ago. I, I don't know when it was written. Um, I, I'm not religious. I'm I'm like agnostic as hell. Uh,
2: about, so I'm, about about thirteen, fourteen hundred years ago, I think. Something like
3: that. Okay. Um, long ago, long long time ago, long long before any of us here were alive, um, even longer than Methuselah lived. For those of you who know who that is Um, nice
2: religious reference there thank you
3: uh (laughs) so so i read that and i was just kind of like man this is actually kind of dumb and then when i was like reading up on it i said something about uh i I was hanging out with my dad and my brother-in-law which is really strange academy because my dad as we said earlier very conservative my brother-in-law not
2: Uh, another bernie bro or
3: he he is uh yeah he he is real close to being not a human um, <laughs> so i mean he, he he's teetering but he's also he owns his own he owns his own business so i don't think he'll ever go fully
2: fully non-human right trans-humanism.
3: non-human because he owns his own business and he likes getting paid um very human but,
2: traits by the way
3: very human traits uh so they were there and. We were just like, man, this is crazy. I can't believe it. And I was in Philadelphia, so I'm in Pennsylvania. And he was like, yeah, that was actually here. And I was like, wait, what? And I read further and I went, Oh, look at that. Three words later, Pennsylvania. And, uh, so we started talking about it. And my dad who has on, who, who blames all Muslims for the actions of the field, right? He, he does that. He openly admits that he does that. Uh, he has zero problem saying it, uh, was saying the Catholic Church has really become a victim of these people who are doing these
2: things. Right. And I was like, well that's
3: weird because wait a minute, yeah. Three nights ago you were saying it's on the Muslims to police their own and uh get rid of these people in their own way. Right. The Catholic Church are victims because these people are shining a bad light on their faith. It's weird and then i that's where i came up with the idea for the article where it's it's not about it's not the, that all catholics are pedophiles and rapists and it's not that all muslims are pedophiles and terrorists or that you know all atheists want to burn down churches right Or all agnostics want to leave people alone um it's that each individual person has the way that they see the world and how they view the world right and you- judge the individual instead of judging the group that they subscribe to
2: i agree 100 like i said i i read it and i'm like this is perfect and then literally like in the back of my head i'm like but you yeah, have a communist and you're like and you ended it with but not communist i'm like this yeah, was the it, perfect it, the it, best it, article it, ever
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I put that in i put that in, put that in literally after i wrote the first paragraph
2: So right off the bat, you were like, "But not communists." Like,
3: right at at the very beginning, I said, "Except communists." I'm not. I'm not going to say, "We're we're going to judge these on the per person." No, if you're a communist, you're a communist.
2: Well, first of all, they don't want to be judged as individuals, so they they came. They they gave up their their humanity. uh, In my defense, Um, so two things I want to talk about specifically with pedophilia because this is becoming a very pedophilia heavy show for some reason. Um, uh, Negative. We don't like it. Um, But, uh, um, so, specifically with uh, the Prophet Muhammad, not Muhammad Shaker, um, but how the Prophet Muhammad, um, I think her name was Aisha, he married her, I think, at nine, and then consummated when she was pretty much after puberty, like, 12, 13, something like that.
3: 13, 14. Yeah,
2: something like that. So, but he married her at nine. Um, So, I'm not going to say that that's a good thing. What I am going to say is this. That is what people did back then so if you look at so in my uh I don't know if anyone knows this yet but I'm Jewish and in the Jewish faith what? yeah I know I don't talk about it a lot um sure. there's no there's no Jewish theme uh, with the show at all um but the uh
3: yeah uh, <laughs>
2: yeah oh my gosh I could start playing Jewish songs to going in that's even better um I,
3: I'm sure those are on uh... What's it called? Where you can just use them, use them for free.
2: What's that? Oh, yeah. oh, like uh, um, royalty free. I wonder royalty how many free. Jews are doing royalty free stuff.
3: Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Magilla, I think falls under, it's like, you know, it, God bless America. Like anybody can just use it. Oh,
2: that's a good point. So yeah. that's definitely more Jewy direction we're going to go. Um, but um, so in Judaism, when I turned 13, we had a bar mitzvah, which meant that I was a man. Right. Uh, and girls, I believe at 10 have a or 12, have a bat mitzvah, uh, which means they became a woman. Now that's largely ceremonial. Um, it is nothing legal is happening there. You aren't legally a woman or a man. Um, but it's just part of a, a birthright as, as being a Jew that used to mean you were a man and a woman and yeah. they got married and they were usually having kids and, uh, there was plural marriage. And you know there was you know men having multiple wives and money multiple kids and it was a it was it was a function of survival uh, uh, uh infant mortality was considerably higher than it is now uh famine was higher than it is now any any anything that could disease was higher than it is now people didn't live as long as they do now, so where now we can afford the luxury of deciding whether to have kids or not, and there isn't any concern about the our species or our culture or our, you know, nation or ethnicity dying out, at least not initially. Back then, you know, in the Bronze Age, uh, that was for thousands of years, that was the the reality of of life, that if you didn't have as many kids as you possibly could have, uh, that things were going to go poorly for you. And so, yet yet the, the girls were having kids as soon as they could and the guys, because a guy can get, you know, a woman can get pregnant, you know, once one and a half times a year or whatever a guy can impregnate a lot of women so he was impregnating as many as he could so again not condoning it definitely in our in our society now it's it's not acceptable and and we consider would consider it pedophilia or at least hibophilia or whatever the difference is there but
3: right yeah i think one is
2: one is when they're adolescents and one is when they're like little little kids or whatever
3: yeah, one is like almost legal, the other is like not legal. Right,
2: right, right. They're both terrible. Um but, but we're against both. All right. the philias we're against. Um right. but but uh
3: barely legal. Totally fine. Game barely
2: off. legal. It's legal. Like yeah. I mean it's legal. Um uh yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll not ever have an episode on that. But um uh barely <laughs> legal That's episode. The episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Yeah. So we're not going to do that. But, um, so putting that in perspective, you know, that was how things were back then. So I don't hold that against, uh, you know, a Muslim today, the fact that someone was living in the standard of what was then. We can definitely put it in perspective. We can definitely say, and I don't give everyone a break. It's like people will say, oh, it was okay that Thomas Jefferson had slaves and raped them and, you know, he was a man of his times. Like, okay, he still rapes slaves. Like, th- th- you'd still have to be held accountable. But it, 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 Thomas Jefferson didn't rape slaves for survival, uh, 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 as far as I can tell. Um, Muhammad, th- that whole concept of, of you, having... You,
3: you... Okay, I don't think anybody on our shows has seen this, but I got a new tattoo. <laughs> and it's... I got Thomas Jefferson... <laughs>
2: But the but the, the wholesome Thomas Jefferson, not the yeah, of course the whole slave rapist uh, Thomas Jefferson. Um
3: and, like as soon as you started saying that, I was like, should I hide
2: like, And I was like, No, nah, I'm going I'm going full in. You did it. You did it, right? He's, he's a historical figure. he's um, a historical figure. We here at Money Waters of Freedom, by the way, uh the Money Waters media, we are against uh any kind of rape, uh or ownership of people. Yes. Um so Yeah. So, um, so, so that's, that's what I have to say about that. The other thing I have to say about the, the whole, uh, priest pedophilia thing, and this isn't specific to Catholicism, but I think that there's something to be said about the idea of taking grown men and saying, you're never going to have sex again. Now here, you're going to be alone with a bunch of kids. Um, and it's not, first of all, it doesn't excuse doing anything to them. I think that you're asking for some trouble. And I think that again, you're attracting potential predators to that lifestyle knowing that they're going to be it's not going to be weird that they don't have a wife it's not going to be weird that they don't have a girlfriend and it's not going to be weird for everyone to hand their children to this person and say i trust you go with god timmy and then go home and and you know poor timmy um so i I think there's something to be said it's the short end of the deal timmy
3: is screwed i don't think i've ever timmy always gets screwed over but little johnny is like the little badass
2: oh johnny is living the life Johnny would yep. never do that. Johnny is uh, Johnny is as uh, is, uh, Zoroastrian. They don't do that. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah. So I, I I don't think that this speaks about Catholicism or, or Catholics. I think that that specific idea of I don't think it's natural for a, a man to remain celibate. And uh, I think that when you put a, 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 specifically a man, I don't think it's natural for anyone to be celibate. I think a lot of women and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think, I think a, a man's sex drive, tra- I think you're just asking for trouble. And again, I think more importantly, you are encouraging already existing pedophiles to be attracted to that. Like, Oh wow, I can go into this. And then they end up, you know, possibly working their way up and now they're protecting someone that's also doing it. So, I mean, I think that they're asking for trouble. Um, and so in typical libertarian fashion, I say, let the priests have sex and, um, and, uh, I'm sure my Jewish opinion on that will go very far.
3: I, uh, yeah. So my agnostic opinion on it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, so the way that I see it is that the old Testament is a book of rules that was meant to help us procreate or survive, I guess would be the right, way. right. 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 Uh, you know, like uh, are, do you eat seafood? Do you eat seafood? Do you eat pork?
2: I don't anymore. I always did. But, um, when I was diagnosed with MS, I went to this crazy diet and I'm actually kosher for the first time in my life. Okay.
3: So since like not eating seafood, not eating pork, well, uh, think...
2: uh, shellfish. So I can have fish. Oh, I can have shellfish.
3: Yeah. So, 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 uh, not eating shellfish, not eating pork. I think that those rules were put in there because they didn't want, uh, even though, you know, we all know bacon and pork chops taste delicious, uh, and I think that shrimp does. It's been a long time oh, since shrimp. I've had it. It's Amazing.
2: Shrimp is so good.
3: Is it? Yo, it's uh, so good. Um, I'm like deadly allergic to it. So oh, no. Um, but uh, but I think that these rules were put into place because they didn't want people to die. Like right. I, will. I have shrimp. And they're like, oh, no, don't eat this stuff. It's uh, it's the law. It's God's law. Don't eat it. And right. it's because they didn't want people to die. And I think it's the same reason that they didn't want people to be gay uh because you can't procreate
2: yeah you're not having children if you're gay yeah yeah
3: so they put in all of these rules uh and the only one even though i don't believe it's in the bible anywhere uh the only one in there is uh don't you know like don't have sex if you're a priest
2: yeah i I don't i'm
3: i'm I'm not sure so aren't these the people you want procreating and like these are the most pious people right ones like spreading their seed and right sending so, uh, new followers right the god or whatever into the world so
2: i would i my understanding because my under, so the the original apostles because they say that the catholic church is the church founded by christ's apostles um is right. their belief
3: or paul paul that was paul paul
2: um but they as far as i know did not take vows of celibacy um some of them were married um jesus wasn't but he also was able to die and come back to earth so i think you know
3: it, and the okay so i am going to like get in like so the dan brown you know da vinci code thing right which was a complete rip off of another book called in the name of the roads
2: oh where it's actually uh, mary magdalene or or whatever Right, turned and it's, around and they're they're cuddling or whatever
3: right and it's well in the name in the name of the rose is a uh, it's a non-fiction book based on a bunch of different stuff and they put a bunch of historical historical uh documents right. them together and they're like look this is evidence that this girl exists like this girl exists today and she is a direct lineage of jesus and the book is actually really convincing after i read the dan brown book i was like how true is this and i kind of got got right. in that conspiracy theory circle and like just went down that drain and it's got some really good points in it uh you would be shunned if you were a jewish guy not married by the time you were 32 especially back then today right. uh, like we
2: were just talking about right right
3: uh so you're hanging out with 12 dudes and you're like got you're 32 years old not married you're going to be shunned by the entire community they wouldn't right. take you so is it possible yeah it is possible and to think that a man and a woman would never have sex not gonna happen uh especially a married man and a woman back then uh not gonna happen i i see all the logic behind it i'm not gonna say definitely jesus and mary hooked up and had a baby named sarah but that's the rumor
2: okay So, so regardless of that, whether that's you know we it's one of those we we have no way of knowing because it was several thousand years ago, Um, but or two thousand years ago, yeah, Um, or nineteen hundred and seventy sixty one anyway. Actually, no, because it's twenty eighteen now, so it's like nineteen hundred. Man, I'm getting old. Um, (laughs) But um, uh, so there's like a verse in the Bible that says something along the lines of, um, and I'm going to butcher this, but basically if. If, you know, if a marriage or if a woman or whatever, if a relationship is going to get in your way of, of doing the ministry, then to shun it and to, you know, give yourself to the ministry or something like that. And so they use that as justification that, you know, you shouldn't have sex if you're, if you're in the clergy and it's like, okay, well, that's not what they did though. But anyway, so all that to say, I think that that's, um, that's that. So I think,
3: yeah, I think all, I think all of the apostles at one point were married or have had children
2: that was my understanding is that is that that was like yeah so they were um uh look at that super is this you that wrote this or is this muhammad that wrote this wrote what a comment as the money water of freedom look at that super special microphone you're legit
3: <laughs> that, that that had to be muhammad that
2: would be muhammad is he talking about i assume he's talking about me
3: uh, he's got to be talking about you he's seen these
2: okay well thank you muhammad because i feel legit having this finally having like some real equipment and not just using my, my phone my Samsung uh my Samsung yeah.
3: thing. Mohammed Shaker is watching with
2: you. So yeah, that's him. Good. Well Mohammed, you're next on this show by the way. Um uh you're you're I'm coming for you. Um so I would be remiss in this week to have an episode where we don't discuss, as I called it to you, dog gate. Um, Backstory there, I I tell Matt we're going to talk about Doggate. And he goes, okay, good. What's that? And then, I don't know, four minutes later, he writes and goes, I'm having a hard time Googling Doggate. Do you (laughs) have any other?" That was real difficult to Google. Because it was a bunch of Doggates, right? Like Doggy Gates.
3: So, okay, I I did Doggate. And, of course, it came up with a bunch of (laughs) Doggates. And then I did Doggate Political. (laughs) Nothing. No, it came up with something. Oh, and I was wondering why we were going to talk about this. It made zero sense to me, but there was this guy in the UK. Earlier to, I'm Googling this, year, this
2: now dog yate.
3: And he was running for, I don't know, chancellor. I don't know. whatever they got over there. Uh, he was running for something and there was this picture of them out on a street and he's got his dog sitting there and the dog looks like it's jumping all happy, but the dog had been Photoshopped in and somebody <laughs> had discovered it and like posted the original photo and then the one with the dog, and he's like, "Why is he photoshopping his dog in?" And it was came became known as Doggate in England.
2: Oh, see, that'd be so much more fun than what we're about to talk about. And um, I, was, I was reading
3: up on this, and I was like, "This can't be what he's talking about. This is from May
2: <laughs> in the UK. Like, this is a, like, clearly a big thing to talk about right now." So obviously, for those who are nowhere near, um, who are nowhere near anything, TV. Probably not watching this either because you don't have an internet connection. So it turns out, whether you know this, uh, that uh, President Donald Trump uh, uh, referred to Omarosa as that dog uh, in a tweet. He said, you know, she's a lying, low-life scumbag, but also called her a dog, um, which – so there's a few – there's a a lot of things to unpack there. First of all, if you're referring to a female human being and you call her a dog – Then you're essentially saying she's a female dog, and there's some there's some 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 a little bit of sub potential subtext there. I could see Trump just calling someone a dog and not even make meaning that. But there's some there's some just because I could see
3: underhanded context there.
2: Yeah, I I'm I'm not sure how good he is on subtext because he seems to be like if he wants to call someone something he just does. Um, so I I.
3: (laughs) does not care he he's just gonna go out and he's gonna say it and it's not gonna matter
2: right that's Uh, what so so i'm if only because of just the fact that he'll say anything i'm willing to give him somewhat of the benefit of the doubt but there's definitely that that subtext potentially there there's also the fact that you're referring to a black person as a dog and there's a lot of of weight there especially with how uh you know certain things he's he's said and done in the past that has shown some lack of sensitivity there. But it gets even more fun because he calls her a dog. She apparently has secret recordings of him where he may have said even worse things. Um, his, he and his campaign are suing her for violating a non-disclosure act. Turns out that that non-disclosure act might actually violate the law <laughs> because he's a public official. Um, I don't know about you, but this to me seems like the best season of The Apprentice yet.
3: Oh like, yeah! By far, this is the greatest season of The Apprentice. Ever. I don't know
2: who's going to win. I think it's Ivanka, but that's my if I had if they had oh, he, Vegas odds.
3: She's an actual. Uh, she's an actual competitor on the show. She uh, she's going to win.
2: She's going to win. She has to win, right? Like, I mean, it, she'll win before him. Her, um, her
3: popularity numbers are, are are trending way up in comparison to everybody else in this in this season.
2: Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. No. I, the money. The safe money is on is on Ivanka. Um, or Gary Busey, um, it could be a surprise, <laughs> surprise winner, come dark horse winner there. I, 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 guess I just, so you and I are a little bit different on this on whether, what, what, if anything, there is a, 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 um, proper role for government. My, my belief is that it, the proper role for government, your belief is that it is to, you know, uh, protect, um, you know, our, our property rights and very like you said, secure our border. Um, and, uh, you know, just very basic, you know, common defense if needed, not permanent perpetual war, but, you know, common defense if needed, border defense if needed, very minimal uh, government. My belief is that the, the proper role of government is, is in the toilet. Um, but the, uh, um, all that aside, it, it, I as an anarchist have learned to just enjoy the, the, the entertainment value behind all of this. Uh, in between the horrible violations of our of our uh, 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 natural rights that routinely occurred e- before him and with him and after him, I've learned to just like embrace it as like an episode of Game of Thrones where the characters can actually hurt me. um what is how do you you know you hear these types of things Where do you come from on on something like that? you hear that the president called someone a dog and that there's all this art like where do you come from on hearing something like that?
4: um
3: okay, so. On, on him calling somebody a dog Like okay It's not the craziest thing He's ever said
2: It's a we close
3: <laughs> I was like I mean His his nicknames That he comes up with For people Are some of my favorite parts About his presidency <laughs> Lion Ted uh, Lion
2: Ted Cruz Yeah Lion
3: Ted Cruz uh, Little Marco Little Marco Because <laughs> uh, everything's big On Trump apparently Yeah uh, As he likes to say As he
2: likes to say uh, um, huge hands
3: huge just huge hands uh what what's he called hillary crooked. crooked hillary crooked hillary uh and Omarosa. he's been calling her
2: uh, wacky amorosa a wacky Omarosa. okay i, I hadn't did, heard that
3: yeah no that's that's the that's the trending is hashtag wacky o um I had, I had to google that earlier nice about what that meant. Um, Once you but,
2: knew what Doggate was, you, you were, yeah, some yeah, research. I, I, just,
3: I just delved right in. Uh, <laughs> but so I was a, uh, I was reading up on it uh, a little bit after I finally was able to, and and I wasn't getting pictures of British people and their dogs that weren't really there. And okay, what what she did is I'm pretty certain espionage. I, I think it's considered spying. That's
2: what I was wondering. I'm like,
3: yeah, he's she, actually she, the president, right? she recorded something without anybody's knowledge in the uh, situation room. <laughs> Pretty certain that's espionage.
2: Most anarchist uh, aid ever.
3: Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's definitely not allowed. Like, that's that, what I was thinking. People aren't calling her out on that even a little bit. They're like, oh, no, that's fine. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And I don't really care that she did that.
2: Right, right. The fact that but nobody she did that.
3: Well, she did that. She you know? did <laughs> do that. And I'm like, you're not. Okay. Well, let's just breeze past that whole espionage thing. Um, And then Trump is saying, oh, yeah, I've never used those words. And she's like, I've got it on <laughs> tape. And I'm like, but do you like just release it and say, see, he said it? And yeah, then,
2: I don't. I honestly don't think she has it because or she's waiting till her book release to do it or something. I don't think she has it because I think we'd already hear it if she, right. she did
3: um but when he called her when he called her a dog like cuz he was hitting her so hard yeah. he was he was calling her uh unintelligent and dumb stupid uh wacky
2: Unhinged uh, and yeah yeah yeah
3: crazy like he was just hitting her hard 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 right i on it like when he called her a dog the way that i read it uh the way that i read it cuz his tweet was the first thing that came up right and i typed in dog omarosa <laughs> Uh, which is just a weird thing that Google,
2: uh, what a time, but, this is the best timeline, right?
3: I know. There there are things <laughs> that I Google that immediately I'm like, Oh no, I need to add in some more stuff. Cause oh, God, I don't clear search history. Just I didn't
2: want me. manga. <laughs> uh,
3: but so when I read it, I, I, I thought he was going like Ben Franklin kind of calling somebody a dog. Hmm. Like, it's very statesmanlike,
2: in other quicum,
3: words. Uh, quicum cannabis concumbicum. Oh, God, what's that? Polygabus surgeon, I think is what that is, which is if you lie down with dogs, you get up with fleece. Oh, the, you were
2: just speaking Latin. I was. Oh, thank God. I thought you were seizing or something. <laughs> what the hell was happening? Okay, yeah. all right, good. I thought you were doing one of those like where you get the migraine auras and like you aren't talking oh, yeah. right. Okay, good. Yeah, that was Latin. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Uh, I actually convinced a girl that I was psychic because of my very limited Latin knowledge, by the way. Fun story, I'll have to tell you.
2: Uh, Hocus pocus? But... (laughs) But, uh,
3: yeah, so that... When I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's just saying that she is the dog that you're going to get the fleas from. Like, Ah. she's bringing in the dirt. She's bringing in, like, all that. Like, that's how I read it. And then I got to the news articles. Right. And I all of them were like some of them I was banging my head against the wall because I was like, Oh my God, you're so stupid. Right. Um, and then others of them I got, and uh, there was one for Fox news. Okay. Which actually surprised me because it said, uh, Trump called Omarosa a dog and this literally needs to stop or something
2: like that. Was That like. is not okay. Was it, so it was like a Tumblr contributor. To... <laughs> <laughs> it is the current year.
3: <laughs> i was like whoa what's going on here I'm right well right now and the guy the person who wrote it, i don't know if it was a guy or a girl uh the person who wrote the article uh was saying that um they're like omarosa did something that could be considered espionage and i was like well duh right right right." way to point out that obvious thing which then i read other articles and i was like oh nobody cares um but they're like she did this and then yeah, she violated the uh, non disclosure act, which may or may not be a legal non disclosure. Right, 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 Yeah. Other campaigns use them when they are running. Right. So I would think that it is legal if she signed it during the campaign. I don't really know. I,
2: yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. But I am pretty sure she probably, she also probably broke the law, it sounds like, because right. technically that stuff is top secret. At my understanding, anyway. Like there, there is some unclassified I mean, stuff, you're
3: but doing, uh, you're not supposed to put out. Yeah, exactly. You're not even allowed to bring a cell phone in there in case it's tapped into not your knowledge.
2: So then I guess in this way, Omarosa is my new hero. She's like the Edward Snowden of the Trump era.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except she's not trying to help out our basic human rights. No, no, no.
2: She's trying to sell books, which, you know, again, raw capitalism. The more I talk about it, the more I love this woman. And this is someone that I had a hard time. I still hadn't forgiven her for, I believe, murdering uh, Michael Clark Duncan. But um, but we, we don't have proof of that. <laughs> we don't have proof at, at, at Money Waters Media that yeah, we, uh, that Omarosa killed that her. Right now,
3: but I'm going to need to hear that entire theory because I did not go into any of that.
2: So Michael Clark Duncan, um, he's the guy from the Green Mile, the, Green Mile. the, 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 the guy that was being executed. Right. Um a, a less sensitive person would say the black guy, but I would never do that. Um he was the prisoner um with a heart of gold and he had magic powers where I don't even, I in saw the mouth, that movie.
3: in the mouth of gnats. What's that? You had the mouth of gnats. Was
2: that in the movie? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was really, really high when I watched that. I just remember <laughs> he, he had powers. Um and that that kept my attention. Um he
3: would but your by opening his mouth and gnats would come out and take him and go back into his mouth.
2: Oh. See, I don't remember any of that.
3: It, it may have been flaws. I don't know.
2: Anyway, it was also in Talladega Nights, which is the, his seminal performance. And um uh <laughs> don't, don't You Put That Evil on Me.
3: But that's me. What's that? I always liked him in Armageddon.
2: Oh yeah, he was in Armageddon, too. That was another great performance. But the Don't You Put That Evil on Me, Ricky Bobby, was uh when he uh secured himself as one of the most beloved people in my life. Um and when he so he marries, seems like a very healthy guy, big buff, healthy guy. Um And he marries Omarosa, dies almost immediately. Um, And uh, I'm sorry, but I just, you know, um, I have no evidence. She, Courtney, loved him. What's that? Courtney, loved him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we'll say that. Um, But he, uh, she. (laughs) And that
3: could mean loving him unconditionally until the end. You know, we don't, you don't know what we mean. It depends on which viewpoint you want to take. We could be
2: very pro-Courtney Love here. You have no idea. Um, but he, uh, so he died of a heart attack. Uh, I believe the official story was, um, but, uh, I don't know. She seems very, I, I, I just think, I don't know. I just, I just feels like, I, I think that Mariah Carey gave Nick Cannon lupus. And I think that, um, and I think that, uh, Omarosa killed Michael Clark Duncan. I don't care who knew, who, who's upset about that. I feel more strongly about that than any of the stuff we've said about Scientology or pedophilia. And um, <laughs> but I'll, but I'll, I'll tell you something, this is how strongly I feel about Nick Cannon and uh, Michael Clark Duncan specifically. I, I, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very, very big with them. Um, uh, anyway, so, so, but now she's essentially an anarchist superhero. She's possibly releasing, um, uh, uh, you know, a tough classified sensitive uh, state secrets to the general public not to help the nation quote unquote or the American people, but to sell books which in my mind is the most anarcho-capitalist reason ever to release anything. Um, it, it, I would I would like Edward Snowden more only if he had um, released that and then like put out a movie or something um, and and made a bunch of money. Uh, And then like, uh, you know, uh, uh, made like a a music video with all of his winnings or something. Then that would be, he would reach peak anarcho-capitalism with me. Um, So, so yeah. So another thing that happened, which kind of got buried with Doggate, which, you know, a lesser person might think that Trump times these things to make you talk about things that ultimately don't really affect us personally so that he can do things that do affect us personally. And we don't talk about them. He signs the, the national defense authorization act. Oh my
3: God. The John McCain bill, The
2: John McCain bill. And there's almost no mention of it. And what little mention there is, is of the fact that that bastard Trump didn't mention John McCain when he signed it.
3: Okay, CNN went on. Uh, I was at an airport after his speech. Right. I was watching CNN because I didn't have a choice.
2: Because you're you're and, at the airport, right? Yeah. Exactly. And they
3: went on for an hour and a half about how he did <laughs> not thank John McCain. John McCain. And, <laughs> and I was sitting there watching the whole hour and a half because my flight was delayed. Right. And I'm like thinking about it and thinking about it, and I said. Who thought
2: he was going to thank John McCain? John McCain. He hates John McCain. And the
3: things I'm more worried about are like, you know, the Fourth Amendment violations, which obviously anybody who's watched this entire show knows I care deeply about. And the fact that we are paying for Saudi planes to
2: get gas, according to this bill. During their absolutely brutal bombing campaign against the Yemenis,
3: Against Yemen. Yeah. While they're attacking Yemen... And we're like, oh, we're not taking sides in this, but here.
0: We're <laughs> here's some gas- money. Up-
3: yeah, here's some money, Saudi Arabia, uh, so you can gas up your planes.
2: A- after yeah. just finding out that they've been bombing hospitals and, and, and you know, kind of indiscriminately bombing targets, right. we're staying out of this, and we fully expect them to investigate this uh, impartially. Also, here's money, um, here's money so that you can continue what we are sure is a, a judicious and uh, surgical precision strike against whatever the hell they're attacking in Yemen.
3: Right. Um going after the people of Yemen for whatever reason the, that
2: is Yemen because that's a dangerous uh, place. No, um,
3: the last time that I had uh, Rand Paul in my car, uh, we we were,
2: not to name drop or anything. To
3: name drop or anything. <laughs> uh, let me pick that up. All right, I had to get that name. Um, but um, last time I had Rand in my car, he uh, we started talking about the Supreme Court nomination of uh, as Calvin. one would, right. Because I figured he might have some insight for
2: Being me. Rand Paul.
3: Right. And uh, somehow we got on to Yemen. That dude cares about Yemen. Oh, really? He knows so much about Yemen that I sat in silence for quite some time and then went home and Googled Yemen. <laughs> 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 I knew- <laughs> like, I knew. <laughs> What's Aleppo? What's Aleppo? Uh, I at least knew what Yemen was. I knew it was a country. I had no idea about anything else going on there. And you're like,
4: yeah, I really care about that too,
3: and he just went on and on and on about it, so I googled it and I read up on Yemen for like six hours. And then I saw him two days after that, and he continued talking about Yemen. and I was like, yeah, I know
2: I know Yemen, yeah, let me tell you <laughs> I, I got I have some opinions about Yemen too that are really yeah. original.
3: Yeah, they probably don't sound anything like yours. Uh, uh, yeah, they're
2: totally different. I came to them completely by myself. By the way, uh, no way I was stalking your YouTube and reading Wikipedia yeah. articles about Yemen. You know, but their yeah. chief export is uh, you
3: know <laughs> the population of roughly 12 million.
2: And, you know, I think the most interesting thing about Yemen is their bicameral legislature <laughs> and the fact that their you know average uh, lifespan is uh, seventy-two. So yeah. <laughs>
3: uh but yeah that dude cares about Yemen
2: (laughs) specifically with what's going on there or just in general cares a lot about Yemen
3: what's going on there with uh with Saudi Arabia attacking them and then us being like oh we're not gonna do anything but then we're like funneling
2: funding funding the whole thing and it's not you know like people get upset about uh and I certainly wouldn't uh I'm a big friend of Israel of course um but the uh you know there's there's some some criticism of uh the US Israel relationship and and some of the things that happened there the, the 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 one thing that that they can say uh and there's some dispute over that is that these are the israeli side or pro israel pro hasbara side would say that uh uh you know that it, these are defensive actions or or preemptive actions Saudi Arabia is just bombing the shit out of Yemen like it doesn't seem like there's any like it's it's they're trying to uh uh um keep a, a certain regime in power and and attack the houthi rebels or, or however that whatever yeah. that is um and by the way i didn't I didn't just google this right before um but you know i i know just basics about it but it, it doesn't seem like there's any real defensive thing that they're like they're basically nation building like they're America junior right now uh nation building a, a country next to them and it's like and so now we've we've gone peak neocon here where uh you know we don't we don't nation build anymore we fund we we, foreign nation building
3: we we go fund me we
2: go fund me we're we're the we're we're the the kickstarter for
3: yeah we're the kickstarter for nation building of other nations we are the 3d printer
2: and (laughs) uh uh saudi arabia's defense distributor or no we're defense we have the cad file they're following following our pattern they're like they're following our CAD. yes the nation the neocon cad file we need to be making so we need to start making clips where we essentially uh, claim ownership of these terms like neocon, CAD file, which by the way is mine. Um, yeah. But um, um, but so just that some,
4: RTF. What's that?
2: Uh,
3: that RTF.
2: The RTF. Uh. <laughs> neocon is freespeech dot uh, <laughs> But uh, uh, <laughs> the um, by the way, I want to say something, and I want to take total credit here. Okay, I posted the. Actual links to each of the codas before Facebook,
1: before Facebook, yeah, signed. before they
2: they made it where you couldn't do it. I'm the one that posted it, and I know that I was where it started because everyone used the emoji of the the no symbol, the footstep symbol, and the snake symbol. That was me.
4: Oh, uh,
2: that was Spike Cohen. Did that?
3: That was Spike Cohen. Spike Cohen started getting people kicked off Facebook. <laughs> Hundreds of people. So many, so many of my friends I have not been able to communicate with last week oddly enough i i actually copied that and i went to go hit paste and i went no
2: <laughs> so basically what they did was they just asked texts to people and it here you you send this
3: so I like i'm not putting that on facebook you can
2: you do it you, you know what this would be perfect for you to do um, so I did it it got deleted I'm a public figure. what's that I can't do it I'm a public figure No, know I have a name to uphold I'm a pillar of this community this whole <laughs> thing falls apart if I get banned from Facebook um, so, I, so I, I, I posted it It gets deleted I see it gets deleted from other people but not before a lot of people shared it and I think it also might have possibly gotten some people banned or maybe they were <laughs> already on someone thin ice and yeah. finally it was like okay but now you're sharing like there was a federal injunction what are you doing but again, it was against Defense Distributed. No one told me not to share a link to a CAD file.
3: Right. Which, I mean, it's totally fine.
2: <laughs> and then they deleted it. So prove it, schmuck. Um, <laughs> and what I'm saying now is free speech. So you don't even know if I'm, I might be lying. Um, yeah. I am lying, actually.
3: Code is free speech.com. Free code, um, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Emoji free speech.com. But uh, some of the details of this damn bill that they won't even talk about $717 billion, you know, uh, cheap uh, one time price. Um, Continues the I'm endless war that. in Afghanistan. Was that?
3: Yeah, I, I'm certain that won't get renewed ever, ever. Uh,
2: There's no way that's a that's a that's austerity. There. Um. Uh. Continues the endless war in Afghanistan. It continues the warrantless wiretapping and seizure of American citizens uh, with little or no uh, uh uh explanation and and you know pretty much evidence
3: re- or oversight.
2: Yeah, evidence or oversight. They are taking the weasel wording in the. Habeas corpus clause of saying if uh, uh, in cases of war uh, where conditions may warrant it and they're they're pulling a total uh, um, Abraham Lincoln and just seizing people for no reason, uh, which is always fun. Um, right. uh, the, you know,
3: somebody like brings up something Abraham Lincoln did. I'm like, I'm like, yay, you, you, you just decided not to go with the fray of everybody and be like, yes.
2: Abraham oh, Lincoln. no, total scumbag. Um, so, you, do you have a, an Abraham Lincoln tattoo? By the way, I, I just—I don't. Okay, no. I,
3: somebody. I was like, so yeah, I got Jefferson here, and then I was like, I need to figure out who I'm going to get here, and then who I'm going to get here, and someone said, oh Lincoln, and I went, fuck, yeah, no. fuck no. no, sorry, I know we don't curse on the show, my bad. So no, <laughs>
2: I, I cursed earlier. Don't worry about it.
3: Okay, hard no. I never. Gosh darn it. On my deadly
2: deadly no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I I mean you know Lincoln. I'm glad that the slaves are freed, but that had nothing to do with it. We will have an episode on that where I will find the most angry Confederate that I can find, and um, uh, possibly just in Walmart, and uh, and bring them on the show and give them some talking points and just let them go to town. Um, because, it, it, yes, the Confederacy seceded to preserve the institution of slavery. Lincoln didn't give a crap about slavery to the extent that that wasn't why he went to war. And, uh, and in the... the process of prosecuting that war uh did some really fun stuff to people who were just saying hey maybe we don't need to go to a war over this maybe we can use some legislation and negotiation to end slavery um and also where were you during the abolition movement uh and why are you locking me up Where's my <laughs> lawyer? um and so so a lot of a lot of fun with lincoln not a, not a lincoln fan but uh, the
3: fdr internment
2: camps FDR internment camp. So, I mean, this, there's, this is not without precedent. And
3: he was like, well, Lincoln did it and he saved the union.
2: (laughs) Big hero, of course, to the progressives. Um, uh, And so, you know, so that's, it's not without precedent. Again, this is my anarchist talking. It is constitutional. The constitution says if the government decides that uh, in times of war, insurrection, or uh, if conditions may require it, I forget the exact wording, they can do this kind of stuff. Maybe no habeas corpus. So, but they're doing it, and, and it sucks. That's
3: why, if you look, if you look back on it, the worst president we ever had is George Washington.
2: You said it, not me.
3: No, that's fine. I'm Jewish, uh, so I don't have any
2: tattoos. George, so I'm George
3: sorry. Washington did things without Congress, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, we're just gonna do this this once." But the precedent was already there. And then totally,
2: mean, I totally he mean didn't. it. Just this one time, just me.
3: Yeah, so he started. He started that ball of rolling.
2: Well, again, we if you watch the first episode, we got into the whole Articles of Confederation. That was actual limited government. But anyway, right. um, yeah, all that...
3: Fr- I did watch the first episode. It was fantastic. If anybody here hasn't seen the first episode, it's about two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah,
2: and the, Followed by the second, second episode, which is two hours and 40 minutes, solely because the second guest, Paul Gordon, has this ongoing friendly feud with Lou Sander and was like, if you're going two hours and nine minutes of talking, I'm going two hours and 10 minutes. And so those are my two longest episodes. And ever since then, I've tried to, try to pare it down, which I'm doing an excellent job at, by the way. Um, uh, <laughs> I was
3: like, we're, we're approaching if, two hours.
2: If we, it, Paul, I, I can tell you something, you will, you will make an enemy in Paul Gordon if we go, uh, so I might cut you off if we start to approach his, because, uh, he's not someone you want on your, on your bad side. Um, but just
3: it's, I'm it's, friends it's, with like three of his Facebook accounts though. So I assume that we're like besties now. Oh, that's just the tip of the serious. iceberg.
2: There's like 12 of them. There's so many Paul Gordon's. There's an army of Paul Gordon's and, uh, and they kind
3: of banned so often? I
2: don't I I I don't know. I <laughs> I presume it's because he's banned often. He also has a bunch of different shows that he does. There's a lot going on with Paul Gordon. Paul Gordon is a very complex beautiful human being and uh and I I uh, I honestly don't know. I presume that it has something to do with getting banned a lot though. I only have the two accounts. The the Spike Cohen and the I'm not going to say it. Um but the the one when, when Spike Cohen gets banned and so then you have this angry-looking person commenting on your posts afterwards, um, but uh, yeah. So one one other thing with before we we pivot into uh, anti-communism, um, so uh, Peter Stra Strazik Strazik Str- Stur- Strzok 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 good old Peter. Yes. Uh, was an FBI agent. He was in charge of the Trump investigation and then it was revealed that he was, didn't like Trump and also had an affair, which, God, you know, if there's one thing Trump can't stand, it's an unfaithful man. Um, right. the, uh, <laughs> so he was, he was fired. Um, uh, and, uh, I don't know the details of whether his firing was justified nor do I really care. He is, there is one less government employee today than there is yesterday. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. Fire the next one too. So that's that's my thing. Um, but so he so this is a man. He he's raised over four hundred thousand dollars on GoFundMe. His goal is five hundred grand. It, it was originally two hundred grand. I think two hundred or two fifty, and it keeps raising. Him. And uh, um, okay, so this he no one he didn't die. Um, he's okay. Um, he worked in the FBI for over 20 years I don't know if he's lost his his uh, pension or how that works but he definitely made good FBI money he was a lead investigator man I assume has some money you know damn well uh, or gosh darn well that uh, that he uh, he has a he has some sweet book and media deals coming this man is not going to want for money no, uh, no. I, I I presume this man is going to be a millionaire for as long it, as he wants to be
3: Sturzock or Strzok. Stur- 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 or whatever. Uh, yeah, that guy uh, and in his uh, back and forth with. Oh, I'm so blanking on this guy's name because I know we're gonna talk about Trey that. Gowdy. Thank you, Trey Gowdy. Yeah. Hey, I mean, one that was a fiery back and forth. Yeah. Man, that was fun to watch.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
3: That was so great to watch, but then the screen caps that people took <laughs> of uh Sturzak, oh, of his face of his face where he yeah. Hit the, oh my gosh! What a smug. Everybody. Like, he looks so smug and so sociopathic, and I was like, man, that guy's going to kill all of us.
2: I, yeah, I was like, you know what? I When I watched that, the, between his smugness and the arguing back and forth on the parliamentary protocol of whether he had to answer specific questions or not, and whether the FBI's order to him not to respond to certain things trumped the congressional order for him to respond to things— I'm like, if anyone still thinks the rule of law is a thing, just watch this because this is just it's just people in power jockeying for who's in more power. Um, you know, again, who
3: knows the law better and who has more power,
2: who has more power really is what it comes down to. And 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 yes, there's obviously that at least the veneer of of what the law says. But I mean, it was it was going to happen, but, whatever. But
3: it's also it's a it's a hubris thing of, oh, I know the law better than you.
2: Nope, oh, yeah. I know no, it was pure. I mean, know it better than you. No, I know it better than you. Nope, the, I know it better than you. The whole thing—if they could have just started, you know, peeing and measuring it—that um, that probably would have gone faster than what they were what they were doing. But watching that, I'm like, man, I love watching C-SPAN. <laughs> I'm like the anarchist that loves watching C-SPAN.
3: Um, I mean, next to uh, the the Facebook con- congressional hearing, which I watched all six hours of that bitch. <laughs> um, I watched every second of that one. Explaining was how the internet works
2: to congressmen. It,
3: it was a train wreck you couldn't turn away and just watching zuckerberg sit there just so proper and just like he's got a stick all the way up that ass and just blinking weirdly and <laughs> i am a human I believe. weirdly and snarky answers that were hilarious it but was also amazing tone and it was I was like, I can't stop watching this. It was like an art film.
2: What well, was the, It was the the blinking and the breathing. I am a human. I breathe, and I do blink as well because I have to since I'm a human. And not, <laughs> a, not a lizard. Um. By the way, we're not against lizard. Um. But the uh. It, the, yeah. No. Watching all that was hilarious. But my thing is okay. So this guy's going to be rich. He's going to want for nothing. This man's going to be wealthy and famous. We're all going to know how to pronounce his name correctly soon, if we don't already. I don't. Um. And it stirs. I think it's, it's stroke. It's, Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I want the Z to be in there hard. <laughs> like, that, throw, <laughs> that throw in that hard Z. <laughs> um, um uh Anyway, so whatever is, he's going to be fine. People gave this wealthy and soon to be much wealthier man money just because they hate Trump so much. Like, yeah. they gave him, I mean, they were, I saw they were donating $100, $250. I will assume that a lot of these people are wondering how to make ends meet and they're like, gosh darn it, I have to give $50 to Peter Struznak. and, Struz. and Struz. Yeah, and and I know he's rich because none of them, I don't think anyone were like, oh, I was going to make his pay his mortgage. Like, I mean, he's going to be <laughs> fine. Like, he will be fine. And it was just, it was... He's going to have
3: a job on CNN by the end of the week. He's
2: going to
0: have a freaking
2: book deal. Uh, he'll be in the next Michael Moore movie. The man is fine. He will be fine. Yeah. His mortgage that will be paid. That guy does not have to worry about money ever, 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 ever again. If and you want
3: evidence of that, Monica Lewinsky, I don't believe has done much. It's like, still I mean, fine. She a She's line.
2: still rich. Like, I mean, she, he will be fine. But P, this was, I think really kind of a peak virtue signaling thing. Like people share, like I gave money to Peter charge. And like, you know, like, oh, okay. And you should too, because like totally we're resisting. And I'm like, You just gave money to a government official, an FBI. The left is giving money to FBI agents because they hate Trump. Because they're resisting the government. (laughs) The ultimate show, you punch a trash can, and then then you give money to an FBI agent who was (laughs) fired for corruption. Because clearly, that's the... uh, that is that's, the progressive.
4: That's the answer.
2: That's, the, that's how you're going to do it. It, it. It's the underpants gnomes version of resisting. Punch a trash can. <laughs> uh, 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 give money to FBI agents. Profit. Or profit. resist. That's <laughs> true. That you profit. Uh, um, okay, so I want to talk about, before I let you go, because we have a very short show we've had here tonight. Um, uh, thank you for for coming on, though, by the way. I'm so I, happy. No,
3: I have enjoyed the crap out
2: of them. This is gonna be good. We're gonna have a Matt Wright minute every week, um, where you come on for literally sixty seconds, just blow it out, and then we'll let you go. Um, wait, but wait. so the I don't know how closely you've been following this, um, but I love if there's something I like more than C-SPAN, it is Libertarian Party hijinks and shenanigans, and uh, the the whole you know the, the 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 palace intrigue of this party that is gonna win. An election any day now um and
3: uh <laughs> At point ever they will win a major election. it's gonna
2: happen i believe it and i i, I love them i love libertarians of all kinds including big l libertarians capital capital libertarians um so the, the 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 libertarian national uh committee lnc uh led i believe led by well the lnc isn't led by karen karen ann harlos another person i love very much uh karen if you're watching karen ann if you're watching this um, she has led a uh, a push to pass a resolution against socialism, which apparently is something that has to be done in the Libertarian Party. Yeah, shocker. Uh,
3: what's that? <laughs> That's not surprising even a little bit. The Libertarian
2: Party is I, I, chock I, full I, I, of socialists, apparently. Yeah. The Libertarian Socialist Caucus. The, they have a caucus. Yeah, they have a caucus. And they have quite a showing in the audacious Caucus.
3: Caucus. Oh, my God,
2: those guys. The audacious, the uh, what Matt would call the electability caucus, uh, <laughs> uh, the the messaging. Ca- Look, I'm an anarchist. I have some very strong opinions about the military, about the police. Um, kind of hard for me to, 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 to mask my messaging when it comes to the police. Not individual police, but the actual institution of law enforcement. Um, I have some very strong opinions. Even I, who have zero interest in anyone ever getting elected ever again, uh, understand that there's such a thing as uh, uh uh understanding that someone isn't already where you are messaging wise their overton window could be in a completely different part of the room and uh you maybe need to red pill them a bit before you'd start dropping the bombs about you know uh uh you know the police or murders and you know your fourteen year old kid you know <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> A couple of steps
3: We do not condone pedophilia Co- anyway. We do
2: not condone pedophilia Ever <laughs> ever. <laughs> and we don't condone messaging That is presumably Anyway um, So we, we so uh, Audacious caucus So anyway, so this, this uh, uh, resolution I actually got the wording Which is why we're late on the show, by the way Because I wanted to get the wording um, So this is the wording And I love it. Therefore, be it resolved that socialist and communist property ownership schemes, schemes, including the collectivization of property, unlawful usurpation, 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 it's usurp. But if you usurpate, that's usurpation, usurp. Yeah, usurpation, usurpation, usurping of property. And incorrect characterizations of private property, unless otherwise voluntarily agreed by all parties, are incompatible with the philosophy of the Libertarian Party. Now, for those who have completely glazed over as I'm reading this because they're not as big of a nerd as I am, Matt and I are going to explain what that means to you. Um, she
3: is straight up going after the rent is theft. She,
2: yeah, so this the is the, the <laughs> backstory here is that libertarianism, or at least the libertarianism of the Libertarian Party, And what is modernly, so, uh, man, how far back do I go? The term libertarianism was actually originally coined by so-called libertarian socialists, okay? But they abandoned it, and we homesteaded it, and they say there's no such thing as private property, so screw them, now it's ours. So, right, yeah, so screw you. And don't try to rent it to us either. Um, so we believe in private property. We believe that uh, we have self ownership, and that uh, when we combine our labor with the resources that we, uh, with our with our efforts, with our with, combine our, our bodies with our labor, uh, we can we can create uh, commodities. We can uh, use those commodities to compile them and, and as our as our personal property. We can uh, use it to secure land as private property. And that that all of those things come from self ownership. Socialism believes that all things should be owned essentially by a collective, seize the means of production, they say. And I'm giving a very crash course on, on the differences between private property and socialism. But essentially, these the communists, socialists, whatever you want to call them, are they want to squat uh, on stuff that has been developed by other people because they have a right, apparently, to do whatever they want. That's their version of libertarianism. And uh, that's not... What I would call it. Um, and uh, it's never worked. Uh, every time that the, the concept of forced collectivization of, of ownership of property has been tried, it leads to massive famine and, and death because why the hell would anyone do anything uh, extra if they know that everyone is going to equally get access to it regardless of what you put into it? So it's a race to the bottom. I, I could go and I, I, I will have several episodes. Uh, which I've already had some, but I, I will go on and on as to why socialism. But let's just all go from the assumption here that socialism is bad, just because Matt and I are saying so. And, and, the, and, the move, and the,
3: so there, therefore, it is it is word.
2: Yeah, it is word. It, it has been spoken, and and it has and, and so what has been said. Um, so she's going after the uh, socialists within the Libertarian Party. The Libertarian Party it was founded on private property rights, self ownership. Uh, the non uh, non aggression principle, the nap. Do not violate the nap ever. You no nap. Violate the nap. Ever violate the nap?
3: Possibly violate the Frickin nap because nap. then they'll say you're violating the nap. You will come after you You're so.
2: violating the nap. Um. Do, so so yeah, but you know it's
3: a good nap. I, I mean
2: I understand you don't. want I am, violate, if, so. if someone violates my nap, I'm ruined for the rest of the day. So the I won't even get day, into that. Yeah. I, no. Do not ruin my nap. Um, But so so but the Libertarian Party, the actual Libertarian Party was founded on capitalism, private property rights, uh, uh, free market economics, if you don't like the term capitalism, whatever. Um, And so the social the socialists have come in and said, basically, they're squatting again. Surprise, surprise. um, Hey, you made this thing. We want to squat here and uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and also not get elected to anything. I didn't say that. Um, but, um, but you know, we want to also use your resources as our own because you can't own, just own stuff, man. And so she, you know, she put out this thing. And a lot of... So the original messaging of, of libertarian socialists was basically, we're not trying to take over your party. We're not coming after your toothbrush. You know, like, you can have your toothbrush, man. And uh, we're not coming after your party. Well, so she passes this resolution, which essentially is saying... This is what our party believes, always has believed, and therefore we are against socialism. And they are losing it. They are uh, uh, on every, you know, every one of her posts, anyone that agrees with her, they're doing their doxing again. You know, I'm sure.
3: Audacious Cock is doxing people again?
2: Yeah, can you believe it? And, uh, and, and, you know, who knows? I mean, again, I I don't, maybe they'll come after me. I, I, I'm an open book and also have no uh, political aspirations. So I, you know, okay, great. Everyone thinks I'm a scumbag. That's fine. But, um, uh, you know, what do you want to know? But I, I, so you're a libertarian, you're, you're not affiliated with a party. What does this like? Okay. So what does this look like to you? First of all, how, how, how much do you think this might actually pass and there will be an actual effort to, um, to, to purge for lack of a better word, or at least make them know that their ideology isn't welcome, uh, socialists within the party.
3: So with the libertarian socialist caucus and the libertarian, uh, audacious caucus, which the audacious caucus, they, I think they just enjoy being a headache more than anything else. Um, they, uh, at the 2016 National Convention, one of the heads of the Audacious Caucus, I don't know if he's the head of the Audacious, he's a member of the Audacious Caucus. James Weeks, stripped, yeah. James Weeks, yeah. He stripped down. And, uh, you know, in, during the Libertarians' prime moment, like, you've got the two most unlikable candidates Hated in
2: candidates ever, yeah.
4: history
3: going head to head, and it's like, this is the moment. This is a chance. Granted, you're probably not going to win, but you could. Get, but to,
2: uh, get your name out there and be taken seriously, yeah,
3: you could get the number and at this, at the, at during this moment during the Eminem moment, you know, one opportunity, one shot. Would you seize it? Would you capture it, or just let it? Well, you James Weeks it and you strip down on stage, mom spaghetti, yeah, mom spaghetti, just all over the
4: place, <laughs>
3: and. The Audacious Caucus and the Socialist Caucus have slowly been coming in and working their way into the Libertarian Party. Uh, I think that they kind of started as a counter-protest to the alt-right that was coming in. Right, right, right. So I think that they were like, oh, no, we're you're trying to take over the Libertarian Party? We're going to try to take over the
2: Libertarian With Party. With communism.
3: right. And they just slowly started. Both of them were fighting, and then a lot of the alt right was like, "Oh, well, screw this."
2: Yeah, this. I know. The alt right was like, "Ah, never mind." Like so, in that way, I guess it kind of worked because they were like, well, "We're not interested
0: anymore."
3: And then it's just like, "Oh, okay." Well, the alt right left, and we then...
2: don't want to be around a bunch of commies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you guys got commies in here, that's just we're great. done.
2: We're done here. Yeah, uh,
3: we <laughs> we thought we could get you, but then commies showed up, and now we're just done.
2: I have to sympathize with them on that,
3: right? <laughs> I do too. I mean, I left, but uh, uh, so they've been slowly working their way in and they had that guy run for chair. Who, oh,
2: Matt I'm not sure. Matt K.
3: Yeah, that guy. He he ran for chair and it, that was just an embarrassment. And he looked like you would think a socialist caucus member would look like. Uh, well, And
2: he said when he got up there, he's like, I'm not running, uh, I watched that again, huge nerd. I watched the entire chair and vice chair debate. And he said, I think it is opening statement or they asked, why should you be elected? And he's like, I shouldn't, uh, I'm barely making ends meet. I got a small business and you know, we're just trying to stay afloat and you shouldn't vote for me. His entire reason to be up there was to harpoon, uh, or torpedo, um, Josh Smith uh, running against Nick Sarwak basically.
3: Right. Yeah. And, uh, like Nick Sarwark and I don't get along um, and we never have really? uh, <laughs> shocker. Uh, Cause I think that when you, it, and it all started over something really petty and I understand that and it was petty on my side. Like, but when you tell me, and I'm doing like the sound at an event and you say one last thing, and I've been at this event for 48 hours on like four hours sleep. And all I want to do is die. Right. And you're like one last thing. And then you say that thing. If you follow that with one last thing, I want to kill you. And when you do it four times in a row, I just say I'm never going to vote for you. Yeah, sir.
2: yeah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, uh,
3: because you've lied to me now four times. Um, but it, that's where my dislike of Nick Star work started. So it's a, it, personal it was a personal thing. Personal thing for right. me. And I, he doesn't understand that, nor does he probably remember that day. Yeah, but I do because I fell asleep driving back.
2: <laughs> it was. It was a dangerous moment for you. Yeah.
3: He was, uh, but uh, he kind of, in his attempt to keep the alt right out, he opened the door for the socialists to come in, right, right. And he opened it to to the libertarian left and like, oh, well, let's try to appease the Bernie people, and then started bringing those people over who were like, yeah, we're against the federal government doing things like bombing other countries and telling us we can't do drugs and you know stuff like that. And uh, while we're at it. How about we just uh, outlaw private property? And that was where I was like, "Whoa, what? How
2: outlaw get- private property and use violence? Which again, when you outlaw something, you use violence to enforce it. Right. Use violence to seize people's properties. I'm like, the most libertarian policy ever, of course, to, right. to you know steal stuff from people under the the force, of basically a worldwide universal eminent domain.
3: Violate the NAP to forcibly take away somebody's private property. I mean that goes against pretty much every libertarian concept, and the the socialist caucus, which was the only caucus to not clean up their table after the latest convention, by the way. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, you guys are living up to it. So good on you.
2: Yeah, you're demonstrating that 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 that, that your you know, collective ownership is going to work perfectly right. uh, uh, for husbandry <laughs> of property.
3: That ain't mine, sure.
2: Jeff. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's not my job. I get what I, what I'm getting anyway. I mean, the perfect example of what happened.
3: And if you're volunteering for any libertarian caucus, you're getting nothing. So why would you put any work into it? Um, (laughs) But the libertarian, like all the libertarian caucus, like the libertarian socialist caucus just continued to try to infiltrate in. And Nick Sarwark just kept welcoming him and bring him in further and further and further up to the point where now they're, You've got Karen putting this out, which is so. That was the first time I heard it. You told me about it, Karen Ann. Karen Ann.
2: A big, it's, it's a point of contention for her so.
3: My bad, Karen Ann. That's okay. I, don't worry, Karen. I, I, if I was still a part of the party, I went pink. Um,
2: as, I'm told I would totally. I'm 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 behind her. One what she is doing right now, I am behind one hundred percent. I'm I'm a big fan of hers anyway. Um, she's there are some yeah, people that her for years. Yeah, she's one of the... I've only known her for about a year or so, but she... Um, there are those people where it's like, man, I don't know if I disagree with them on anything and then I'll find something that I do. I don't know what, if anything, I disagree with her on a, on, on a political level or or on a if I were in her shoes, what would I do level. Um, would not dye my hair pink, I guess is probably. But you know what, uh, I, yeah. would. I, I would. I probably would. If I'm, I don't think if I'm a woman and I'm in the Libertarian Party... Do I dye my hair hot pink and wear a Statue of Liberty tiara thing? Maybe. Maybe.
3: I mean if I don't think I could man, I don't I don't think that would
2: be a good color for my complexion. Oh no, I look terrible. But what but what I what I mean is well, I you know if I were a woman, there's a, I'd be horrified. But I I there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of things that would happen first, like I have a massive uh, nervous breakdown. But um uh <laughs> but I, I like what happened? What like um but yeah, so no I I uh, I really support what she's doing, and uh, I don't have um you know uh, socialism speaks for itself on why it's a bad ideology. To me, it's not a personal thing. Uh, I know people who are you know call themselves socialists. And really, if you drill down with them, they're not socialists. They just like some of the stuff Bernie said about free stuff. Right, when you get
3: were... the free schooling, which free schooling,
2: free... which again, that's more of a welfare state than actual socialism. It's just yeah. the state. I mean, there's an aspect of socialism there, but it's when someone is an ideological socialist, when they know what Marxism, socialism, J- yeah, Jacobism, Jacobism is. When they know what these things are, they know what they are at their core. They know philosophically what it is. They know how these things have resulted, how the attempt to create a Marxist anarchist utopia always ends in massive state socialism and and the genocide and famine and everything that comes with it. And you still support it because how dare someone own something that they developed or that someone who developed gave to them i i it's it's you know we jokingly you know communists aren't people i you know i'm i'm having a hard time finding common ground you know anyway i i don't i don't get it but i i fully support uh i fully support what she's doing
3: the only thing that i can really see myself uh agreeing with communists on and there is there's one thing uh I, the only thing I can see me agreeing with communists on is that uh, we both like food. I just have the benefit of getting it. Yeah,
2: and 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 most communist leaders uh, have a penchant for killing millions of communists. So, that's, you know, that's actually a really good point. Say what you want about Stalin, uh, or, or or I guess Mao, uh, but that man killed more communists than than uh, than anyone else. Was it else.
3: Mao? I thought, I thought Stalin did a hundred million, and Mao did eighty-five. Say what you want about Stalin and Mao. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot it's a lot of communists gone yeah
2: there's 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 a lot there's about a quarter million fewer communists uh thanks to the efforts of those two um <laughs> that's like what i say about and i make sure to do this like in very large jewish gatherings i say hey you know what say what you want about hitler the man the man killed hitler um and uh that's met with mixed reactions believe it or not um some people some people support that uh and see the humor in that and some people uh, didn't get past me saying, say what you want about Hitler, um, which is really their fault. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, so I... I, <laughs> I uh,
3: Hitler's great <laughs> enemy is still himself.
2: Um. <laughs> if nothing else, you know, everyone has, what is a broken, clo- broken clock? Hitler's clock was was right that one time. Uh, yeah. He also made the Audubon, I believe, um, which is nice. Uh, I and like the idea I of... Came
3: up with Fanta and Volkswagen. He came
2: up with Fanta.
3: Yeah. Okay. So during World War II, <laughs> during World War II, uh, Coke in America could not distribute over to Germany because because
2: uh, the embargo. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. But the Coke products and like the Coke uh, factories had to start making something. So they started making Fanta.
2: Fanta started as a Nazi alternative in Coke factories in Germany.
3: Yep. Say what Let's you say. want about Hitler.
2: <laughs> I actually kind of like Fanta, so that's I, I like Fanta. Like I drink,
3: there's orange soda all the time. I love it,
2: and that's funny because it's now become like the Latin American, like you say, Fanta Fanta, and like the, at least here anyway, you see the, and the the the, the large, uh, uh, bosomed uh, Hispanic <laughs> ladies uh, uh, of Lat- Latina origin uh, dancing around. Yeah, I fanta. and that mm-hmm. was Hitler. Hitler, uh, <laughs> Hitler. so yeah so you know what
3: hugo boss also thank you
2: you know i'm i i'm are we red pilling ourselves
3: (laughs) is this how this happens a failed designer up until the third right is this
2: how it starts you know i do like fanta and the autobahn man because i mean again card oh my gosh he made the beetle didn't he yeah he did Yeah, the,
3: I mean, say what you will about Hitler. <laughs> a lot of good things came out of the... A lot of more bad things. Much more bad things. Much more
2: bad things. Um, much more bad things. At Muddy Waters, we'd like to, to take a moment to, um, to, to, to uh, clarify a few things. Really, just the one oh, thing. The uh, Holocaust is awful. Holocaust, Bad. bad. Unequivocally, I oh, personally... Good. And I speak, think, I, I hope to God I speak on behalf of Matt, that we unequivocally condemn the Holocaust. We percent And, and uh, anything even like it, we do not dispute the 6 million number. I think it was actually 5.8. But that's not a dispute. That's just a clarification. Right. Um, and, and
3: six, I'm, I'm good with the rounding to six. I'm
2: fine with rounding to six because it sounds powerful. Um, it does. It's and It really sounds a lot better than 5.8. If it stops even one genocide to round it up to six, I'm fine with that. And also, and and, and several more million that were killed. And we're, you know, we're, we're against that. I wanted, yes. I would like to talk briefly about the, the Audubon. Um, there is nothing more libertarian when it comes to a road, which we hate, um, than a road with no speed limit. Yeah. Um, so we got to give that to, uh, <laughs> we got to give that to, to,
3: to, to that the guy, right,
2: to that guy, to the far right. Um, so, Okay, good. So we've ended on a good note. <laughs> we ended up talking about the benefits of Nazi the the, 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 the silver linings, right? So right. any massive social change brings with it some silver linings. And we here at My Fellow Americans are very large fans of finding the silver linings in life and, and living uh, 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 actively uh, grateful lives. I'm grateful for the Audubon and for Fanta. Um leave it at that so we
3: i am craving a fantasy so you know bad.
2: what scares me is that if someone looks at this gigantic video and goes i'll just skip to the end and uh
3: i bet that gets them to rewind a bit
2: gets them to do but something <laughs> um so i just want to note that we're against the holocaust and uh and hitler and
3: uh <laughs> And the yeah the Holocaust and the,
2: the, really and the war really war, the whole the, invading Poland it. for no reason. There's really just a lot of bad things to unpack about Hitler. And frankly, I'm a little insulted that someone might think that I I don't that I'm not against Hitler. <laughs> Let me put it back on them. How dare you? How dare you think America that I think Hitler? How dare you?
3: I understand. Public. Don't bring up my words. <laughs>
2: don't you dare use my own words against me schmuck, okay? How dare you? I am literally Jewish and therefore immune <laughs> to criticism in this... Uh... Do in I want to ar- pull that card now? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull that card. How dare you accuse a Jew of being in favor of Hitler? <laughs> Jerk. Uh, oh, good. So, okay. So now we've ended on a good note. Before I let you go, Matt, again, thank you so much for joining the show tonight. Uh, we're definitely going to be way more popular after this. Um <laughs> and So... Uh, so thank you again I just want to ask, do you have any final thoughts that you, you'd like to share before before we we uh, have to explain to my wife why I was talking about Hitler for so much
3: <laughs> um, uh, real quick a new episode of the writer's block comes out tomorrow uh, with Matt Delisio uh, it's great we talk about politics all for 30 seconds somewhere in the middle and the rest of it's, it's just all up.
2: music after that
3: it's, yeah it's everything everything on either side of that is us talking about our favorite bands from the 60s and 70s yeah um, and then uh, on Tuesday the muddied waters of freedom is going to be having
2: a very special episode
3: a very very special episode on Tuesday the 21st I believe
2: I will be tuning in that is a, a quite a teaser there very um, special episode
3: special episode like you know the the episode of Mr. Belvedere where the kid had AIDS kind of special
2: <laughs> good stuff <laughs> A very, a episode, on way. a very special blossom, um, nice. Yeah. No one has AIDS, by the way. Uh, I just want to.
3: I mean, I don't know. I, I don't test. Yeah, let,
2: let me. Yeah, as far as we, everyone seems to have some good T cell action going. Right. I actually have overactive T cells, um, which is why I I, I, <laughs> I have the opposite. I have negative AIDS, right. so my immune system is really active. And hates my brain for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, good. So, uh, uh, your next episode's uh, tomorrow. Uh, and these are all, by the way, on the same uh, channel that you're watching yeah. now, on the same oh, page.
3: All of them are on MW Media, Muddy Waters Media, Muddy which you Waters can find on YouTube. Media. And if we can get you to sign up for the YouTube, I, we can start saying YouTube.com slash MW Media. If for instead no of other reason. Search for us on YouTube.
2: Instead of the YouTube.com slash channel slash like some encrypted code. Like, let us custom brand for you, for you, to make it easier on you, make it easier for you so so that you don't have to go in, subscribe
3: and then hit the bell because apparently according to other podcasts that I watch hitting subscribe, doesn't do anything, but we need you to hit subscribe right now. Worry about the bell later.
2: Hit subscribe. We will all, we'll figure out the bell together. It's it's, it's, something with the notifications. We'll all, we'll do an episode about the bell, but the thing is really just subscribe to everything. Google Muddied Waters of Freedom and Muddied Waters Media and just sign up. Just sign up. I think we have a Twitter, right? We have a Twitter.
3: Muddied underscore waters.
2: On the Twitter. Do we have an Instagram?
3: Muddied Waters of Freedom.
2: Instagram. Instagram us, slide in our DMs. Um and uh and
3: oh, slide in the DMs. I am on the Instagram all the time. You can slide into those DMs and I will probably respond at all hours.
2: Speaking of which, yes. Candace Owens. So um,
3: Candace Owens. Yeah. Let's talk about Candace
2: at, the, at the two hour and 11 minute mark. Let's talk about Candace Owens. Paul Gordon is sweating right now. Um, uh, let's talk about Candace Owens. I'm waiting for him to message me and be like, you better stop. You, you jackass. You stopped my record. You shut up. Um, we at muddied waters media believe that Matt Wright is uniquely qualified. I'll say to, uh, <laughs> to be he, she, he is ideally, he's the ideal mate for Candace Owens. We believe.
3: Well, I'm the ideal mate for most people, most people, just anyone. But I, I filter my range down quite a bit to Candace Owens, Candace Owens. And (laughs) quite a bit, like out of the 7 billion people, it's down to one Candace Owens. And,
2: and so, and I, as a, as a, uh, interracial marriage enthusiast. Um am a big uh fan of uh of this pairing uh for a myriad of reasons and uh mostly viewership related. Um but the uh uh so we have we are going to be starting a hashtag campaign uh hashtag Matandist I think Matandis is what we Matan? call it. Matandist. uh yeah. like, can spell Matt and Ace Matt Matt and Ace, okay. uh, Matandis. Matandis. Um, I've already I've already contacted Candace Owens um, to let her know about what we're doing. This we, we tried to get her input on the hashtag and did not hear from her oddly enough. And um, say anything. Ultimately, I think really the, the biggest thing is to let her know that just Charlie Kirk is not the right guy for her. Um, uh, I don't is have any Kirk actually together. I don't even know if that's. I have no idea. Um, but I just just in case. Uh, my wife uh, told me yesterday that she's pretty sure that they're they're going they're going there, but um, but still,
3: just I'm just asking for one date. I'm not asking for people lifelong. make mistakes. You know, people that people scary. people everybody gets a hall pass every once in a I, while. You know,
2: I, I I don't even want to go I, into my past. It's it's pretty <laughs> ugly. I could be your celebrity get out of jail free card. This could be your moment, Candace. And right. this is not catcalling, by the way, because we're being very <laughs> respectful. Um, um very, this right. is un-
3: one dinner one dinner no drinks because i don't drink because you know addict as we said earlier uh so you know waters maybe maybe a decaf coffee after because caffeine now keeps me awake because i don't drink
2: this is i think honestly i don't see the downside to this for anyone especially no. you but <laughs> i i and, and and here's the other thing cuz i i, I want to go back to, to bashing charlie kirk for some reason um so they're at this thing and the leftists come out and scream f white supremacy to a black woman as a bunch of really white people which is anyway um that was fun but the and, and what did he do he just stood there he didn't he just stood there he had he and i'm i i, <laughs> <laughs> I
4: want to bash charlie. charlie
3: i don't want to bash charlie <laughs> kirk too much cuz I actually do kind of like the guy. Um, but I don't agree with him on everything. But as I enjoy watching him interact with people, I find it hilarious. Right, right. Except in that instance, because he allows himself to that, have
2: this <laughs> was your moment to shine for what we think might be your woman, Charlie. And and and, and frankly, I just, you know, Matt hashtag Matt would have stopped them. <laughs> Matt Matt would have punched an Antifa member in the face. Would have punched a minimum of one Antifa member. And That's would right. have been justified in doing so. So I just want, you know, Candace, you got because a would, long I mean, game here. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I, I would I would have been defending Candace. Uh, I would have been defending the soon to be celebrity couple Matandis, and it, it would have been completely justified. And your for future me. child, Matandis. Matandis, right? Um. <laughs> oh. Yes. I'll hyphen. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Whatever.
2: This is a new age, right? Like, I mean, you know, it's, Wright Owen. Like, I actually like that. That's actually that's not a bad name. Matt Wright Owens and or Matt Owens Wright. Like, I don't know. So, I had a friend that they one took their name and then added the other one. So, if it was Bob Jones and Sarah Smith, it became Bob Jones Smith and Sarah Smith Jones.
3: So, yeah, my. I, <laughs> I, I have to remember who did this. Somebody I know took the other person's name as their middle name. Hmm. And they both did that. Like their first name? No, their their last name. Oh, so oh, oh, oh. It was like, I don't remember who did this, so I can't even say names. But it was like, you know. But if you knew the Bob, names,
2: you'd know who you were talking about. Right,
3: exactly. Uh, Bob, like it would be Bob... Smith would be the last name Jones or middle names. Jones would be the last name. And then she would have been Sharon Smith Jones, nice. which, the opposite, which whichever the opposite of whichever one I said the first time. Um, but yeah, that's what they did. And I was like, actually that's, I could get behind.
2: I like that. I actually really like that a lot. I think um, I'm not going to do it. Cause I, we already have all the legal stuff. Right. We're all Coen's down. here. We're all, we all have Coen's and there's a rabbinical thing there. Cause it, very important, Matt. Jewish, by the and way.
3: And like Matt Owen, Owens, right, would take Mister Wright out of my name, which would be very upsetting, for obvious reasons, because Mister Wright. Um, well, you're still Mister
2: right because Matt Owen's right.
3: Right, but then I'd be Mo. Oh, which wow. I, I mean, I'm okay with it. It's got kind of a
2: and a, she'd, a, be C C d- she'd be C. W. or she'd be Cow.
3: <laughs> or Cow.
2: We're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that, Candace. We're
3: but, gonna have to, uh, Candace. We can talk about it over dinner.
2: These are brass tacks. This is all brass tacks stuff. We can figure this out together. But the point is, Matt is there for you. I am there for you, but in a platonic role. Um, and uh, and I'm also there for Matt, also in a platonic role. So um, so all this to say, uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna make this work. We're gonna we're gonna get that we're gonna get that date for you. And our ratings are. <laughs> so <laughs> <It's>
3: skyrocket <laughs> when i finally get her on my show and i'll we'll have antifa oh,
2: out in front it? of my house right <laughs> um which is i i i'm i'm looking forward to this
3: yeah no this is this is actually going to be a is going to be a a fun a fun experiment to see if we can actually get matt and matandas
4: to uh, trend
2: to be viral or at least bacterial Um, right (laughs) pathogenic in some way um so fungal we'll have a go fungal um matt thank you again so much uh for 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 joining the show today i had an absolute blast you have not broken paul's record um which is probably better for everyone um that's
3: probably probably better for everyone at one point i was thinking i'm gonna go for it yeah.
2: I, you know, I just, I don't need this. Like I, I need a stress for your life. And, uh, uh, but you were close. You beat lose record. So you're in the top, you're in the, you're in the, 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 silver. Um, so thank you again for, for, uh, thank you again for joining us. Um, check out Matt's, uh, show again, all of this is still on muddied waters. The writer's yes. block muddied waters of freedom. Do not miss any Muddied waters, anything. If it's as muddied and waters hit the bell. Um so Matt stick around for a second. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a bit uh while we're while we're on the outro. But guys, for on behalf of Matt Owens right and myself Spike Cohen. Thank you again for joining me uh on this uh, episode of My Fellow Americans. I will see you next Wednesday and it will be every bit as much of a blast as this episode was. Have a great week. God bless you. We both love you. Thank you so much.
1: Imagine knowing all that started off that war was pride and lies. Be a man, hold it in your eyes. Take a look up in the sky and count the doves. I believe it's 23. Every breath is every step that I've been blessed to get to breathe. Rather let you rest in praises as opposed to rest in peace. At the least, that's just me being me. Convoluted as can be. In my future, I can view it so vivid and beautifully. The distances I will leave from the man that I used to be. Now, summer doesn't exist anymore. Best case scenario, I get to finish the tour. Then chill with the gust in August before I march and march again. Day quill in April. I know how cold this art can get. My head hurtin'. I must have a lot on my mind. When I got time on my hands, they put hands on my time. Uh.